Blog Talk Radio. And I just turned in with a lot This is what I am, what I am. Understand, I don't give a damn. damn. This is who I am, who I am. Man, I don't give a damn. This is what I am, what I am. And I just don't give a damn. Take me as I am, as I am. And my G's still pumping. Hold on the coach, you know that my doja kosher game over, soldier. I'm cooling. Be on the sofa. Niggas is posing and I'm the listening Do it live! That is, of course, unless you're not listening live. This is the Pro Wrestling Torch East Coast cast. It is a Wednesday, December 21st, 2016. It is a... Uh, I think Solstice Day, maybe maybe that was yesterday. Uh, I'm your host, Travis Bryant, and uh, with me, as usual, it's not Mario, but it is our good pal, Cameron Hawkins. Let's bring him on here. Cam, what's happening? I was like, did I just get taller? But it didn't happen. Uh, yeah, not too much. <laughs> I'm going to refrain. Um, just... Mm-mm. We're fine. I mean, you know, didn't say anything. Thanks. Uh, Appreciate it. Yeah. So, uh, so quick question. You didn't. I can't imagine you would, especially without saying anything. But you didn't change the uh, the the uh, show length, did you? No. Absolutely not. But yeah. Yeah. Okay. That just must have been uh, me goofed last week when I. Uh, because the show's on these. No, because we did. We did have a conversation earlier, but no, I I did not just <laughs> take it into my own hands. Right, that's why I kind of thought like, well, maybe he went ahead and yeah. was like, okay, I'm into this shit early. <laughs> no, 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 that's, but, yeah. that's not. Ain't my call. No, no, no. Didn't think. Didn't think you would. Uh, um. Yeah, here we are. Uh, the, the end of the year. So we got a show next week. That'll be the last show of the year. But um, second to last show of the year. You're about to head. Uh, Head out for your Christmas break and and do family stuff and be all festive. That is and, happening. And spirit of the season. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I, I'm excited. Um. Yeah, good yeah. stuff to discuss on, on the way on the way out, as it were. Good things to talk about. Oh wow, this is cool. Uh, so Romeo, who's a a Torch subscriber, VIP guy, and me and Wade met him in in New York at uh, Extreme Rules. He's he's in the wrestling group I'm in, and he posted let's see one two three four five uh, fifteen images. It says in no particular order, here are my top images of the year in, in world in the world of wrestling. So he didn't just it's not just WWE. It's you know like most things. It's Super WWE heavy. Yeah, all those guys, all those guys. Rich knows that that I can't pronounce their names. Yeah, I mean the one is looks like Shinsuke and AJ fist bumping in the middle at in Jan back in January or or yeah, I guess Russell Kingdom last year or earlier this year. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm not sure who this guy is with the muscles and the and the confetti. Oh, okay, I see. I see the painted face Bullet Club guy behind him. So it's a Bullet Club guy. So those are, oh, oh, and then Matt Hardy, and then Maxwell Hardy. 
<laughs> which was a really cool picture of him holding up his finger. Um, and then everything else is WWE. Brian breaking down backstage, crying. Shane off the top of the cage, uh, the cell, uh, the cell lowering, lowering on Sasha and Charlotte. Uh, Sami Zayn holding up Shinsuke's arm after their match. AJ debuting. Goldberg spearing Lesnar. Charlotte holding up the women's at WrestleMania. Jericho and and then uh, Owens holding up this. Oh, and, and Bobby Roode. Oh, and Miz tur- telling yeah. off Daniel Bryan. So those are some, okay. like, pretty, oh, yeah, that's pretty. Pretty solid uh, uh, mix there. Yeah. Absolutes the, 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 you know, 15, 15 images you only got. So that's cool, yeah. Yeah, that's, that's up there. Fabian's first comment, what a year, my God. No. <laughs> and then somebody else said, I, I just came here to thank you for this. So yeah, it's a uh, very yeah, well that's, put together. That's a really cool, really cool mix there. Collide, yeah. So we have our own topics to talk about. I mean, I can imagine it's uh, um, going to be, or could be, focused on end of the year kind of. Oh, what was the best of this? Who was your favorite that? That certainly is the vein of or the theme of our poll. Before we, before we get to Gavin, let's go ahead and give out all the uh, pertinence. If you want to call into the show and talk directly to us, because we certainly like to talk directly to you, hit us up on the Constellation lines. Give us a call at 347-202-0103. 347-202-0103. If you can't call us for whatever reason, hit us up on the email too. East Coast Audio Show at gmail.com. East Coast Audio Show at gmail dot com. The mail, uh, the mail. Uh, hit us up on the email tip anytime during the week, anytime during the show. Uh, the mailbag is always open and constantly being refreshed. A lot of spam here. Uh, Got a few. I had a few, uh, yeah. I'm about to say Twitter comments today. I don't know if that's where you are. But, yeah, it was uh, an interesting, uh, interesting time. Let's see. On Twitter, you mean? What do you, wait, I didn't hear. Yeah, I, didn't yeah. hear. I was just thinking about the uh, the poll and, and the reaction to that. So, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, we'll get to that in a second. We'll get there. Um, so, yeah, so we got a couple, uh, a couple non-VIP questions and one VIP question to emails in. A topic or a subject or a salutations, East Coast Audio Show at gmail.com. Twitter is always an option. Find the show at Twitter or at East Coast Cast or Twitter.com slash East Coast Cast. Nice little amount of activity over there tonight. Today, some good conversations, people talking about the poll, giving their opinions. And, uh, yeah. At East Coast Cast, my personal Twitter is at Trap Lord. You can find Cam at T-Hawk. Actually, oh, yeah. I was about to say the name changed, but, uh, you know, that's fine. It's still Seahawk, actually, the, though, right? The handle. Yeah, I about to say the, uh, yeah, the Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. I'm thinking about the, uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that happens every you got it. month or so, you know. Yeah, right. You, 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 hip kids got to be trendy with their 
Yeah, got to talk about yeah, what's, uh, what's what's happening, what's uh, what's what's in the know. Yeah, I save that for the group me chat where I get weird with my name and. <laughs> uh, so yeah, so find us on Twitter. Say what's up there. Uh, you can also find us on Facebook. There's a Facebook fan page. You can find that at facebook.com/slash pwtorch east coast cast. I'm, I'm wrapping Christmas presents. Oh, that's awesome. It's Christmas. And I'm wondering if I remember how to wrap a Christmas present because it's been a full year. Oh, there we go. That's what you do with the – no, that's not what you do. It's fine. It's too long is what it is. Awesome. Um, yeah, so shout-outs shout out to uh, – Oh, we we talked about those folks last week. That was a massive influx we had last week. So share the page on your on your Facebook. Tag your wrestling buddies in it. Like I said last week, uh, you know, send them invites. Just tag them and stuff. Send them send them invites. Force them to uh, like the page. Yeah, beat them up. Yeah. We're talking about Dutch ovens. That's that's. I don't think that's what the poll was, but that just happened. What just happened? I'm talking about Dutch ovens in the uh, in the Hawkins household. That's that's the conversation right now. Who Evans? Dutch ovens, sir. Oh. So like whatever Mark cooks with. Yeah. Yeah. So that's clearly like not a thing there. Like they wouldn't like call it no, that of course because not. they're regular. <laughs> like every night, every night. Ha <laughs> ha. So let's uh, let's talk about this dinner. <laughs> uh, all right. Let's um. All right. Let's uh. Let's talk about this poll headlines. What we got? So I really think that the poll this week is going to strongly, you know, influence probably what the poll is next week. Basically, um, you know, we're at the end of the year, so this is when you start talking about, you know, best of lists. If you guys, you know, watch us the the other half of the shows we do, we put up part one of our album of the year, song of the year uh, podcast on uh, on the South Congress podcast, so that's up, and you'll get the next two in the next two weeks. But as far as wrestling goes, you know, touching the end of the year, um, Half of how I think this works, um, you know, half of it's talking about your matches of the year. The other half is, quote-unquote, wrestler of the year. I decided to go with MVP because, um, you know, the if you look at Raw, um, so much of it is built around non-wrestling, you know, by the format. A lot of it is, you know, promos and backstage skits and things of that nature. So I wanted to go with uh, your MVP of this year. Now, um, and, and plus MVP is just a little less subjective. I mean, it's harder to. Exactly. It's pretty. It's easy to look at AJ or Charlotte and 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 deem their value to their particular show. Mm-hmm. 
rather yeah. than, well, this guy was really good and sold a lot of whatever, but he didn't have good matches, mm-hmm. so how can he be wrestler of the year? That kind of thing. Because of how these things work, one, because of how a Twitter poll works, you only get so many options, and because of whatever we have these conversations, somebody always has something to write in. You and I were talking about it, um, you know, when I first uh, was putting the poll up, and you were like, no, don't have a write-in option. Make them choose from four, which I agree with. Um, I do think, before we talk about the four names, I think there are a few people who deserve. And they're going to write in their own um, shit anyway, even if they pick these four. They're they're going to pick one and then go, why is it? But that's I think. Yeah, I think, you know, The Miz would deserve, you know, some consideration. I think The Revival would deserve some consideration. I think Samoa Joe deserves some consideration. Um, hey, we can do our own – do our MV, NXT MVP. Yeah, which would be – yeah. And, I, and, I, I and, and since it's NXT be, in the format of guys getting called up and stuff, we can do our January to June, June to July to December and – you know, have two separate true, MVPs. Based on when they do it. Yeah. I think Sammy Zayn but, um, or something could be considered MVP of NXT. Oh, no, 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 no. He had – no, he – yeah, yeah, yeah. He was there. He just he came up after the – Yeah, but of that time, yeah. Nakamura. So, yeah. Um, but the actual poll was, you know, who is your 2016 WWE MVP? Um, the four names were, in alphabetical order, um, AJ Styles, Charlotte, uh, Chris Jericho, and The New Day. Um, where the, the four I thought deserved the top consideration based on based on matches, based on titles, based on screen time, based on, you know, merch, things like that. Um, you know, overwhelmingly, I think it ended up 67%, or maybe 63% of the, of the uh, vote 65. went to AJ Styles. 65? Yeah. So, yeah, it went to AJ yeah. Styles. And I think um, we had our think, most uh, active poll to date. Yeah. We would have finished about 370, give or take? Or was it 330? No, 331. That would have been nice. 330? Yeah. So, yeah, um, AJ Styles with that huge percent of the vote, um, followed very distantly by, I think, Charlotte, then Jericho, then New Day. I think it actually did break nope. down. Jericho at 19%. Um, oh, Jericho was above Charlotte. Charlotte at 10. Okay. And New, New Day, Day at 7. 6. Charlotte was neck and neck with them. I mean, within, like, the first 50 votes, it was mm-hmm. – uh, Charlotte and AJ. Charlotte a little bit behind oh, no, no, AJ, but I thought, oh, okay, she'll finish second. But that last, that mm-hmm. surge of, you know, last 200 or so votes, yeah. people just uh, – Jericho came on a little, and, and and AJ just pulled away with the whole thing. Uh, I think her and Sasha would have really split the vote, and which wasn't you know what I was necessarily trying to do. Um, like you'll notice that, you know, Kevin Owens and Seth Rollins and Roman Reigns, like guys who held the either the WWE Championship on Raw or the Universal Title on Raw, like were not in consideration, and nobody complained about it. <laughs> I didn't get a single tweet about, like, where are these guys? And, it you know, it goes to show, like, I, me, somebody who thinks Seth Rollins is just a genius in the ring, um, wouldn't even consider him, like, based on, you know, matches and promos and, you know, just didn't – and not that I'm saying this is his fault, but it just didn't break he that. Back yeah, May, overwhelmingly. In the so that, that – Yeah, so you missed some time there. He's only got you know, six or seven um, months to work with. Wasn't a great yeah. six or seven months. Yeah, I think overwhelmingly – um. You know, I think the right guy was chosen. I mean, AJ Styles has been, like, since January, he's just been in great matches. They put him in high-profile spots, and he's delivered. He's been really good on the mic. Like, he's over as a heel, which is the hardest thing for a guy with a huge moveset to do. AJ. Um, for real, for real. You know, for, he was, that first four, you know, up till WrestleMania, we were like, oh, here we go. 
You know, he's going yeah, to 50 50. You know, even, even with Jericho losing yeah. at WrestleMania to Jericho, losing to Roman Reigns in two back to back pay per view. Uh, title uh, title matches. Or I think they were title matches. So uh, wasn't great, but boy, wasn't after great. that brand split, he came on like gangbusters and, yeah. and, and put his thing down, and, and really is the face of that brand and carried 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 SmackDown. SmackDown has been the best show since since the extension, and he's been the best best talent on the best show. Mhm. Very, very true. Very true. Yeah. He's um, guy's phenomenal. Like, what can you say? Um, and then I think I think the right guy was chosen. Um, you know, I think I also think the four names that we picked were chosen. Like, I think you know, New Day was. I mean, what can you say? Like, they have. I, it's weird to equate longest title reign with any type of actual success per se. But you know, as as the as time went on, like they started off really strong with the promos and the skits and, you know, just self-promotion and personalities came out, which was all great. As time went on and they got, you know, in the ring with guys like Cesaro and uh, Gallows and Anderson, um, you know, and then got to go, uh, you know, mic for mic with Enzo and Cass. Like they, they really showed that they were probably, if you, and you hate to say take the wrestling out of it, but outside of the wrestling, you know, either them or Jericho were the most entertaining things this year, you know, as far as get on screen, make you laugh, you know, uh, say tweet-worthy things that you have to talk about during Raw, like New Day's way up there, and, you know. Yeah, I almost... Outside uh, of... Hmm? I almost... But I didn't because I couldn't think of someone who else should be there, but I almost told you this morning, take New Day off. I put someone else in that mm-hmm. spot. But then I was like, well, who then? <laughs> yeah, exactly. And then, then exactly. I got no solutions. I can't be complaining. Mm-hmm. So yeah, so um, they're up there, and uh, you know Charlotte, of course. Like I, you know, you want to put Charlotte and Sasha up there because you know, corny as it is, the steel sharp and steel thing, you know, was pretty accurate concerning them. Like they made each other, um, you know, very good and gave each other really quality matches, and and it was a real rivalry something that just didn't exist in the WWE landscape, you know, based on a lot of things. And plus, it's a real rivalry on Raw, which, you know, for for reasons, those things just haven't been happening, um, especially on the, uh, you know, on the men's side with needing a marketable champion and, like you said, guys being hurt and trying to sort out this storyline. Like, the, the best thing about – the thing that we complained about with the women's division, and we even had a poll about it, you know, about I'm tired of seeing Charlotte and Sasha, but – but that said, like, it gave them a chance to put on great matches. It really developed Charlotte's character. She's a very good heel. And you can – people who are popular in WWE and are heels and they get booed, that's a very small list. Like, it's Charlotte. It's AJ when AJ's, See, like, I, killing uh, – when, when he's killing uh, – what's his uh, name? I mean, uh, he's, he's – he's Charlotte, I think – has that hands down. I, I don't. I just. Oh, yeah. And I'm very being very specific okay. about the the reaction uh, to uh-huh. AJ, the, the the heel re- and heel face reaction AJ gets. He's you know a, he gets a d- decent amount of cheers. Charlotte. No, he gets has some respectful applause, get, and then it's back, and then they yeah. boo her as soon as she opens her mouth or or, or yeah. pokes somebody in the eye or something. So. 
know, I mean, if AJ poked the guy in the eye might... in the match, even an over baby face, they probably just crazy. Oh yeah, way to go, oh, AJ. That yeah. guy's that guy's so clever. But no, she, she's she's good and she's gotten better and she's like like uh, what Mark Madden calls her the best natural athlete that they have. And he's I think he's right. I think he's definitely on the money about that. Like she's uh. Everything you want her to do in the ring, she can. She's menacing. She's physical. And when she gets on that mic and starts touting herself, you know, she's she's snotty and mean and self-important and convinced, like, of her superiority. And, you know, it's just – she's been great. Like, I think if we put that poll up and said, who's the, uh, you know, the woman wrestler of the year, like, she runs away with that. It's not even close. Even, even with her and Sasha having pretty much the same accolades and biting each other in these matches, I think she still gets that hand down. You think it's hands down? You think it's two to one? Uh, you think if you put a poll up with might say, be... say Charlotte, Sasha, um, Becky, no, see, don't even and put four names. Alexa. That's the thing. Don't even put four names. Because yeah. I, I don't think as well, good as Becky Lynch is, as good as Alexa Bliss has become, I, I don't think yeah, you put four names. You put those two names up there. No fans. Because you can do a Twitter poll with two names. You put, you put two names up there, and then, you know. I think she, I think she does win it two to one. I think sixty six percent to thirty three percent. I think she wins it. Okay. Because da, 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 she's better than Sasha Banks, and I like Sasha Banks. She's better. Yeah. Yeah, that's not a controversial okay. statement. Yeah, she's, she's better. So um so yeah uh and then Jericho. I mean, what what can you say about the guy who? He's interesting 20 years after his like, – I still think WCW is probably his physical prime, you know, around NWO time. Like, he's, he's gotten better since then. But, like, 20 years after, his athletic peak is, is still – is the most entertaining man in WWE right now as far as – outside of actual matches. Like, on a three-hour program, on the show that's watched the most, he's the most entertaining anything on that show. I think it, uh, yeah, it just says a lot about his creativity, his charisma, um, and, you know, he just constantly reinvents himself. Like, we'd say, what, his creative peak was 2002, or is it 2006? Like, I'm thinking him and Shawn Michaels for the second time around. Yeah, when was that? Him and Shawn Michaels. Oh, okay, okay. So you're just getting your dates wrong, or your your, your years wrong. Uh, That was the, the, the first one, his comeback. Or when he really like turned serious suit wearing, I'm gonna, I'm not gonna give you anything entertaining. Heel was 08, and but I think the SummerSlam was that SummerSlam 08. That was the same one. Jared uh, Cena got hurt, um, and then they did it again in 2010, and it was the world title was involved and, and that kind of thing. So from 2008 to 2010, I think. Was his and, and for real, for real, you can't just because he was a super, super effective heel. I think that's taken away from. I don't want to say that's his creative peak. That just was his best heel run. But his creative peak might have been. You might be right. Well, it might have been O two. Yeah, oh yeah, it might have been sparkly pajama pant. You know, pajama set. Jericho mm-hmm. uh, uh, with the with the red streak in his ponytail. Yeah, you know, taking on Triple H at WrestleMania. Yeah. Even though he was kind of subservient to Stephanie and headed into that. Yeah. You know, the trash bag host stuff from 2001, that was fun. You know, when he was yeah. super witty and super, like, scathing and cutting people down on the mic. 
You know, that was really creative. It, 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 it's a testament oh, yeah, to him that that he's that that you can say you can give. Uh, uh, you can even say, hey, in '97 he was the most creative with the Ralphus and the Gilbert and the Goldberg stuff, yeah. and uh, so you can point to 15, 20 years worth of different, you know, uh, segments yeah. or 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 parts of his career. He's the most you can point to like creative and not yeah. be wrong. Because like with Rock, you have Rocky Maivia. You have Nation Rock, you have Corporate Rock, you have People's Champ Rock, Hollywood Rock. But those aren't altogether different characters. You know what I mean? Like they, like Nation Rock is a precursor to Corporate Rock, is a precursor to People's Champ Rock, is a precursor to Hollywood Rock. It, it's like the guy kept getting more money, and this is how people progress when they get money. Like, and they were all good. Like with Austin, you have, you know, Ringmaster, whatever you have, Stone Cold, you have. Uh, well, you're only going back to you WWF have, uh, stuff. Alliance. You know, yeah, yeah, no, exactly. You had Hollywood Blonde, yeah. or you had Who was you, whatever when he feuded yeah. with Chris Adams, and you had Hollywood Blonde, and you had Stunning Steve, and then you had Ringmaster. Godly. Yeah, you, you, <laughs> what? You've Under Undertaker is, and you know we don't include the like the the mean Mark stuff because I don't even know about that. But you have. Super scary, creepy Undertaker, and then you have scarier, creepier Undertaker. Then you have Ministry Undertaker. Then you have Big Evil, and then you always have some type of offshoot of that. You got Opera. You got uh, Phantom of the Opera Undertaker. Undertaker. Yeah, Purple Glove Undertaker. <laughs> oh, that was it. Jericho is just yeah. But you can look at all these things that Jericho just did differently, and and now he's something kind of altogether different. Is just you know. What you call it? Guy, so. Jericho, scarf Jericho, limp wrist Jericho. It's like kind of all. You call, it, you call it Bond Jericho. Ba- <laughs> Bond Bond Jericho. Jericho. But yeah. But yeah, good stuff. So um, yeah, I, I think we went with with four good choices. I think they probably finished up in the order they should have. Like I might have put Charlotte above Jericho, but yeah, I think it was uh, it was good stuff. Rich asked on Twitter, would you put Asuka anywhere on that list of, of women of the year, MVP women of the year? Yes. I said no. A- absolutely. Okay, I see. I, I would see because, because if I went four tag teams in WWE, one of them is going to be the Revival. You know, and if I right. put four singles That's... wrestlers, one of them might be Joe. Like, I put Joe made baby over Miz, who I think had a really strong year. So, no, it would Where's be – Nakamura? Because I wouldn't put – um, I might put Joe above Nakamura because before yeah, no, Nakamura, I'm, I'm not. I don't disagree. Those, I just wanted to know. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, he. I don't know if he'd be top four, but he'd be top, you know, ten. But um. Sure. But yeah, and then um, like if if I had to pick four women, it'd be Charlotte, uh, be Charlotte and Sasha, and then maybe Becky's the third, but not Becky and Alexa. I put Oscar above Alexa, who I think you know. Alexa's oh, for, been oh absolutely. Alexa's been good for Ab- you know, Alexa's so, yeah. her, and you can say this for for almost all of the women, even Charlotte and Sasha. They're they're haven't even hit, you know, done their best work probably. So, yeah. you know, we'd be talking three so, yeah, years from now. Alexa's be the best female act going. It's just you know she's got a work into that role and get better and find, you know, find her voice, uh, mm-hmm. you know, fully and thoroughly and, and, and really 
that kind of thing. It's like Charlotte's hitting her stride and finds, sort of finding her voice. Excuse me, especially in the ring, she's still sometimes shaky on the mic. And I don't even know shaky might be a little, a little harsh. She's just not super polished on the mic. She she does not have full control of the audience uh, when she's out there cutting promos in the r- mid ring. That's mm-hmm. something she's going. You know, a year or two from now, hopefully, you know, she should be uh, a better better. And, and Alexa, yeah, I mean, talk about room to grow. Maybe not physically, but, you know, certainly as an act. So. Hello? Oh, okay. Yeah, I'm here. Yeah. I just dropped off for a second, yeah. So, yeah, um, I don't know. If we had to if we had to flip that into a headline, eh, I mean, we it's or, like weird. We had a pay-per-view on Sunday, and, like, I don't know. I don't know where you really. I yeah, it, wasn't, it, wasn't, it wasn't good. And I, and I felt like I was being generous. Good. Yeah. I mean, I talked um, about it on the roundtable with Wade and Bruce. Like, man, SmackDown had a uh, at TLC was a average show. Like, it wasn't anything special mm-hmm. about that show. I gave it like a six five because at least it was fun. It was well wrestled for the most part. You had some uh, mm-hmm. a dud or two here, but the main event certainly held up. Could not say that about about uh, whatever the damn thing was last week. Uh, no was roadblock end of the line. No roadblock. No, 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 no. Yeah, I mean the best match was the was the opener was the New Day tag match, probably. Yep. Yep. And then two and a half and that, hours of like eh, okay, that was a finish. Right. I mean Jericho. I talked about Jericho and Rollins. What, what if you would have just said? Six months ago, oh, by the end of the year, like when 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 Rollins came back, oh, by the end of the year, Christmas time, Thanksgiving and Christmas, uh, Jericho and Rollins are going to be feuding, and you know, what do you think? You'd be like, oh, it's going to be some spectacular matches, mm, you know, at least some really good matches, and they'll probably mic work will be like, oh man, I can't wait to see and hear that, and it's been pathetic. It's been so uninteresting. And it's for those two guys in particular, you just expect so much more. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then, you know, the main event was a, was a schmoz. Um, you got really, like, you got a really good Charlotte and Sasha match with some of the, like, with one of the dumbest endings you could actually think of. Yeah. Um, it was so stupid. Um, could not believe, you know, like, could not believe Bruce Mitchell was like, meh, hand waved it. Like, no, that was okay. I didn't mind it. It's like, Bruce, <laughs> like in this day and age when we know, like you get, put somebody in an arm bar or, or some kind of triangle, like you're going to tap out. within five to eight mm-hmm. seconds or your arm's going to t- get torn out the socket or you're going to pass out. You're not in a move for 97 seconds, and then all of a sudden you can't, you know, two seconds left. And Wade's like, but that's what Especially she when you know how much time is left. She ridged into it. It's like, I don't give a fuck if she, she you know, trussled into it. Bridge or not. It was, huh. Give me a break. So, I was, yeah, I was super no. down or, on the finish. Or, like, or you tap. It's a match you asked for. You, you tap early if you know you can't get out, and then you keep wrestling. Like, it just, like, the the logic wasn't there. And it doesn't, like, 
it, it just wasn't a good ending. It was a very good match with a with a bad ending. And then here's the thing that got me: they automatically, immediately went to sudden death. Like, you mean there should have been five more minutes, kind of thing, or? No, no, no. I just mean like if if sudden death is on the table, you have to like you should that should be known in advance. It's like you don't play right, it's like Brett leaving WrestleMania 12. Yeah. Like, what are you talking about five more minutes? Yeah. Like, I beat him. Or or exactly. we tied and I'm the champ. I go home. He was so confused exactly. and so angry. And I didn't blame him. And you then, know, I don't blame him. Like, you know, and this is the thing. Like, if a game goes to overtime and there's a coin toss and you catch the coin, like, you, there's some type of penalty on you. Like, they literally it said, okay, it's going to be sudden death. And then Charlotte's like, okay, I'll attack her before the bell. Like, that should disqualify you. from Like, not at the start of the that match. That should have been, yes, like, a like, fall and the champion you pulls lose, it on. Yeah, exactly. So, yeah. and then you, But you have to draw attention to that, too. And they, they neglected to do right. that. They could have did the same yeah. thing and just have the rep hold her back, like, and say, if you attack her before I say Russell, you'll lose the fall, mm-hmm. and that's the end of the match. And then she has to back exactly. off. And then they can still do what they did. She's not recovered. They just give her time, 15, 20 seconds, to literally get to her feet. And then Charlotte exactly. can but no. you know, mess her up in the, in the next two or three minutes and win just like she did. But yeah, that still yeah, doesn't yeah. negate the, the, the how they got how they got there uh, nope. with, the, with the two seconds Certainly left. And, you know, she's staring at the clock because she wants to, you know, it's maximum drama. She wants to, and the crowd, even if she wasn't staring, it's counting, it was like a shot clock at a, at a raucous college basketball game. The crowd is uh, letting you know it's five, four, three, two, one. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. The crowd didn't give her too much shit about it the next night. No. Um, there were no you tapped out chance. <laughs> I was afraid of that. No. You know, but they and that's a and that's a that's a good thing and that's a, a credit to yeah, her to you being, being a, over a the baby, baby face yeah. up there. They're not going to just mm-hmm. you know just for snark's sake, you know. Ah, yeah, we like you, but we we going to get we still mm-hmm. going to get this channel. So it wasn't any of that, which was cool. You know, and then you know to to, to throw another headline in there because I don't know if somebody's going to bring it up before I got to step. Um, so. Uh, what's her name? Renee Young asks Miz on Talking Smack, "What's your fascination with Dean Ambrose? What's your obsession?" Yeah, what's your obsession with Dean Ambrose? And which then I his thought, retort. Which I thought. I mean, his retort. Your I don't know what's your obsession. You don't want to sleeping with him was out of line. But why that that question? It, it, it just like I didn't see it live. Yeah. I saw it on Talking Smack on the replay or something. Mm-hmm. And when hearing about it, hearing you guys talk about it in the group, uh, I was like, man, I, I, I can't wait to see this replay. And then I saw it. I thought, first off, you can't wait like seven seconds to slap somebody and then go, you know, oh, I, 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 was, the, I was in the moment. Bitch, you waited an entire tenth of a minute and thought about what you were about to do and then slapped them. That's something, I don't know, you're sleeping with them, slap. That's one of those, yeah. I couldn't help myself. He said something vulgar and crude. My body reacted mm-hmm. without my mind, before my mind could stop it. You know, stop, pause, ponder, and then slap. And also, what a stupid question. I don't, why is Miz is obsessed yeah. with, with, with is, Dean? Because he wants to beat him up? Yeah. They're wrestlers. They fight, they fight for a living. 
And what's what? interesting is like so I thought it was a dumb leading you know question to get to that. Oh. Yeah. Like you know how smart she is, so like you know she you feel like she would be like, There's a better way to say this and to get this yeah. line off. But but I don't know if uh it doesn't lead to Ms. You have to think about it for more than you know, four seconds to find like, okay, we still want Miz to be able to get that you're sleeping with him lying mm-hmm. off. So how can we get there? And it just takes a little more finesse and a little more creativity, mm-hmm. which yeah, they they weren't interested in, in doing in that segment. And the crowd, you know, yeah. it was one of those things where it's like she talked about uh, on Talking Smack, like, yeah, everybody knows. And it's like one of those things where you're not sure how much everybody knows until it's said. Yeah. And everybody, oh. Oh, you know. yeah. Oh, shit. Yeah, people do. Gotcha. Everybody does know. Again, not that they were hiding gotcha. it, but you're just not sure how many people are up on who's dating who. Can I can I ask you something? With my um, I had to watch yeah. um, I had to watch my football team play poorly on Monday night. So did we get that moment like between Am? Yeah, that, yeah, right. Thank you, sir. Did we get that moment between? Um, I was actually talking to my brother. And I'm not thanking you. That moment between Roman Reigns and Seth Rollins explaining how yeah, fuck me over, but now we got this thing we got to deal with. I respect you understanding that these people aren't here to help you, so we'll figure out a way through this together. Have we had that conversation on TV? I don't think so, but I've been in the last three hours. Somebody will I don't, uh, three hours to fill. It makes sense to. I'm like <laughs> literally doing other things in my apartment. I'm in my bedroom goofing off on my tablet while I hit while Raw's on, you know, in the living room, and I'm just not, I just don't care. But last night, Tuesday night, I'm racing home at 7.15, you know, 7.20 to get home so I could, uh, you know, to get, turn SmackDown on and watch SmackDown. I turned it right on at the, when uh, Carmella and Natty were were <laughs> in the ring and, 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 and Nikki. Yeah, I said it. Or, yeah, I did it, you bitch. You're like, oh, ho, ho. you know, like, I'm just so, so different. The, the, the tones. Uh, of the show, I had a guy hit me on Twitter last night. Like, do the same people even? Uh, you know, you would think they're such separate companies. How can these two different shows be produced by the same company, SmackDown and Raw? Because it's starting to feel like it's two completely different companies. And how? How events is 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 as in uh, as you know, in control of SmackDown and, and, you know, a part of that, the creative of SmackDown, how does it get to be so much better? And still has its flaws, for sure, but it's just a compelling, fun, interesting show with with not even uh, all the star power that Raw has. I mean, that was the complaint back in July when, when, the, when the split happened. Like, man, they didn't get anybody. And they haven't done anything since. They didn't trade for Cesaro or, or Sami Zayn or anything like that. They've sustained for six months almost with this kind of bare-bones roster. Yeah. And and the, the, the gimmick of, of James Ellsworth has, you know, kind of carried things some. Some. Because some yeah. would say it hurt. But, so know, I think, I, like, even with their limited, yeah. like, mid-card, like, I like what Baron Corbin does. I really do. Love what The Miz does. You know, um, you know, even though like my guys, American Alpha, aren't 
where I want them to be. Like when they get on the and Russell, my guy like Apollo Crews ain't nowhere near I want where mm-hmm. I want them to no, be. No, that's let's not. Yeah, we can't even. No, that's yeah. But no, well, like, well, my point. The, my, again, and, I, 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 and my thought in saying that is, well, at least there's something to look forward to. It's not like well, mm-hmm. there's just this bare cabinet. It's like well, it's mm-hmm. a cabinet of stuff. It's like when you're hungry and you look in and you got food, but you gotta fix it. Yeah. You just like, you God damn it! Why don't I have like a, a an oven pizza or like some chicken strips I can just throw in the, in the heater and and you know, ten minutes later I got some food. You know, like mm-hmm. oh, I gotta make some pasta and heat the sauce up and all that. I'm just gonna order and get Grubhub or something. It's yeah, you're going to have to stop, prepare, get your ingredients, think ahead, but at least that option's on the table. You have a cupboard with yep. some ingredients in it in Alpha and. And uh, uh, um, Apollo Crews, and and even uh, uh, Baron Corbin. I mean, he's obviously ahead of uh, ahead of the line for sure. But he's not even being mm-hmm. uh, completely utilized in, in, to his fullest. Oh, not just yet. Not yet, yeah. But yeah, I so think, um... I think 2017 is going to be more of the same, and the gap is going to get wider between the quality quality of shows. I don't see Raw getting better. Anytime. I said on Sunday on the round table to Bruce and Wade, I said last year's WrestleMania build up to thirty two uh to thirty yeah, to thirty two was really mm-hmm. lame. Headed to Dallas. A lot of people were hurt, granted, but it just was, you know, Roman Reigns, Triple H, all that yep. nonsense. I think this year's gonna be even worse. Guy hit me on Twitter like, I hope not, because I'm spending a lot of money to fly my ass across the world. Might have been somebody from Australia. Fly my ass around yeah. the world to come here and or to go to, to Florida and, and see this show. It better be good. Like, I don't think it's going to be. Yeah, good luck. Good luck. Well, I'm talking about the, the build especially from, you know, post-Rumble to Mania. It's like, mm-hmm. let's just get through this, and I don't think it's going to be any better this year. Yeah. I mean, for I real, for the last couple of years, 30 was, you know, we had the excitement of Brian, but that was forced upon them. The crowd literally mm-hmm. made them do that. If that wasn't the case, it would have been Batista versus Orton. And, you yeah. know, just, the, well, you I, know, I, even I the, how, how do you have Undertaker and Brock Lesnar, Brock Lesnar ends the streak, but people don't remember how terrible the buildup to that was. Yeah. Like remember, like Brock, like uh, he he like stabbed Brock in the hand with a pen during the contract signing. That was like the most exciting that? thing that happened in that feud, or or in the build up uh, to the match. We watched that match and live. Thirty one in all, in California. It wasn't you know Sting kind of brought some excitement, you know, just because you knew he'd be there and the Hall of Fame and wrestling Triple H. But it's been propped up by a few gimmicks and a few callbacks or, or a few returning stars. But as a whole, on average, it's just been really lackluster the last four WrestleMania seasons. Yeah, four. Yeah, it's yeah. This is. I think probably cool. the one in Miami that you got you and and Shy and Josh went to. Um, that was a solid build, I mean, for sure. Mm-hmm. But even the next year, you know, because it was a year in the make, you know, a rematch and all that stuff. You know? mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. They need to, they need to kick ass this season. 
and I don't I don't think they have it in them uh, to do any ass kicking. So, yeah. all right, let's talk to some people. Got some folks been holding on for an hour already. Let's go to yeah. North Jersey. Talk to Kylan. Bring him on the line. Kylan, what's going on? What's on your wow. mind tonight? Not much, Travis. How are you and Cam this week? No, I'm I'm doing good, man. I'm doing good. You're doing good, man. What you got? I hope, I hope you enjoyed your special day, Cam. I, I really did, man. I really did. I'm, uh, you know, 150 years old now, but they, they feel good. Every every year is so pretty good. So, yeah, man. Appreciate well, that. Well, if this makes you feel any better, I'm almost 100, so. There you go. You know what? Both of you young punks can shut the hell up with that, oh, I'm so old stuff. <laughs> Kylan in his damn 20s. My bad old man ears. <laughs> What was that? Uh, so what's uh Yeah. What's on your mind? Um, not much, just just preparing for the big day. Christmas your birthday is the twenty second? What? No, oh, okay. no. Uh uh it's it, it looks like I I may have quite a few exclusives to give you for for next week's show, but they they are being kept under wraps right now, so I right. don't know what my that's plans fair. Bring are. them next week uh, into the end of the year show, um, and we'll have like some breaking news. But I do want to real quick apologize first but put you back on hold because I was supposed to bring Brian on first first because he's got limited time, and he did let us know in advance, and that was my goof. So, Kylan, hang on. Get your thoughts together. When we uh, when we get done with Brian, I uh, promise we'll come right, right to you. My bad. Uh, but let's go out to uh, Phoenix and uh, bring Brian on and so he can uh, go uh, – Rough some dudes up at class today. What uh, Brian, what's happening? Hey, Trav, thanks a lot. Hey, Cam, and uh, Kyle and I appreciate that as well. And again, yep. Trav, I will keep, I will, uh, keep point, this so. quick. Well, yeah, but, I, you know, I, I know how he is, and I appreciate Kyle. So I'll keep this quick, though. Um, yeah. So the first thing is that um, I'm not sure what the topic is going to be, Cam, for next week, but I think actually the bigger story rather than even MVP of the year is actually going to be the story of the year. Because if you think about it, where we were 2015 to today, where, you know, this thing, same man coming back and then having a match and then against The Undertaker and Hell in a Cell, you say AJ coming in, the Cruiserweight, uh, cruiserweight Championship uh, class, or Cruiserweight Classic, uh, SmackDown going live and then the brand split. You know, there's just so much stuff that happened in 2016. To me, that's going to be the bigger question about what is the story of the year. And, and I'm all this is WWE-centric, obviously. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's, that'll no. be that'll be an interesting topic. What was the, I think Wade or whoever does like top five stories of the year? It has to be yeah. Shane's got to be up there. AJ, uh, Goldberg, and and, and, and those Goldberg are all returns. Jumps out. Mm-hmm. To, mm, yeah, 
to me, it's the Shane one, unfortunately. His return, not necessarily the match. But but I think you, if you put all that together, mm-hmm. um, that, that... I mean, that, I think... Um, you know, I think Women's Revolution would have to be in there somewhere strictly off the fact that, you know, feud of the year was between two women. And I don't... Like, if you... Maybe you say, you know, Revival Alpha or Revival DIY. But, you know, as far as, like, main roster rivalry, yeah, like, it's either AJ Cena or... Yeah, it's either AJ Cena or it's Charlotte... Uh, Sasha, and it's Charlotte Sasha. So that's, that's a big story, and that, that that was the most recognizable feud of the year. I agree. Um, yeah. Second um, thing. Go ahead, Brian, second thing. No, I was going to say I'm going to get through my things and let you guys uh, get on with the show. Um, second thing is that Elimination Chamber is coming here to Phoenix in February. I believe it's the 12th. And um, it's a SmackDown show. What? It's going to be two weeks yep. after the Rome? Not that they don't do that. Have a, but why would they do that? I, um, I'm sorry, Trav. Don't, don't, don't. I'm pretty sure that it's the 12th. Is that Sunday? I'm not 100 percent sure. Not if you say that. But honestly, that's yeah. the date I have in my in the back of my mind. Um, okay. So of course I'm going to try to figure out a, a new T-shirt to wear to that. And um, my last thing I want you and Cam to talk about, and I hope you have a real good night. And again, Trav and Cam, appreciate you putting me on. And thanks a lot again, Kyle. Is that um, so cruiserweights? So um, you talked about it on Sunday, and um, and then what we had on the cruiserweight uh, or on 205 Live, and then also on Raw. Neville is just, you know, I never knew him as Pac. I only knew him as Neville. And then the first time I saw him was that ladder match on the first NXT special because I never had, I never saw NXT before the network came out. So I'm not familiar with his background, but like his moves. Yeah, mm-hmm. but his yeah. moves and his just his facial and his intensity is just something else. So I like what he's going to bring to the um, cruiserweight division. And you also think about, you know, we still have Aries in the background. You know, he's been like kind of teasing in a way about, hey, you know, when I come out or when I when I join the, when I join it. So talk maybe a little bit about the cruiserweights, what you see, what's going to happen with that, and then also um, Rich Swan. So I'm kind of 50-50 on this. Now, we talked about before in the East Coast cast about how, you know, his smiling is starting to get a little bit over the edge and his, maybe in his dancing a little bit over the edge as well. But to him to come out after getting, you know, basically destroyed by Neville and still smiling, now, is that a cocky smile or is that like a – or should he came out a little bit more serious? Now, if you go back and we just talked about the revival. It wasn't a cocky smile. It was exactly what it looked like, a big, dumb, stupid grin. Because, And not even in the scene, uh, I'm laughing it off kind of way, but in the – just this is all I I'm allowed to do. I can't. They're like, don't have any edge. It's almost like they tell him, don't have any edge. Like, no, 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 no. You're you're edgeless. You're you're all your edges are rounded and yeah. Don't yeah. You get you get your ass beat and then then beat up again. You know yeah. You, you got to have some fire and some 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 toughness and some anger. In that in that situation, and he didn't uh, he didn't have a ton of it. I was kind of hoping it'd be something similar to like when um, Enzo and Cass back down in NXT when the revival jumped them. They came out that one time, you know, no, my name is Enzo stuff. They came out it was really serious, right. you know, like you know, it's like like fight time. So I was kind of hoping. Sort of like when we thought that. the New Day would come out after the Wyatt family compound fight, and you know, 
be serious, and they just came out singing and shucking and jiving and, you know, doing their old normal gimmick. Just like, oh, I guess, I guess, that, you know, we got like, you know, 15 minutes of seriousness, and now I'm back to our regularly scheduled programming. So. Yes. And um, last topic I have for you both is that um, we'll see how long this uh, Norm Dar, Noam Dar, like I said, uh, Cedric Alexander and uh, Lisa Fox thing plays out. To me, it's like one of those things just like in the background that kind of goes, that I, you know, to see how this plays out. I'm, I'm interested in it. So um, I hope you both have a real good night. And, again, thanks a lot, guys, and happy holidays to everybody out there for the East Coast cast. Same to you, Brian. Thanks. Take care, man. Talk to you later. Yeah, I, I don't give a goddamn about this Cedric Alexander and Noam Dar. I, I don't – fuck Noam Dar. Like, as soon as I saw him in the cruiserweight class, I was like, I don't like this guy. Fuck everything about him. <laughs> so that hasn't changed. And then I, – and I don't mind. I don't necessarily take umbrage to the how the feud is designed or that he's got a girlfriend or that he's uh, – uh, Noam this Dar, you know, taking shots and, you know, blowing kisses at his girl and all that kind of stuff. I can't get past the fact that, like, no, 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 no. I saw the video package you guys put together for Cedric Alexander. First off, how did they even get together? They're just one day, they're just there. Unless, again, it's on Raw, so I, it's possible that I missed, you know, them, you know, meeting and flirting with each other over the course of three weeks. But I doubt that it, that's how it happened. It was probably just one day, Bailey was talking to him, and Alicia was like, hey, that's my man. It's like, oh, and they start going together. And isn't he married? You know, so I can't get past both of those two uh, two issues, so I just that just dooms the feud for me. Like I don't give a fuck. Cedric Alexander should be the man in that division, and he's fighting over yep. a woman that's not his woman, and that every that yep. significant significant portion of the audience knows ain't his damn woman. Yep, because we watch Total Divas. I almost want Noam Dar to, to to get her, like you know, her to go. Yeah, you know what? He's cute and he's got an accent, and you know I like him better. And then I'd be like, oh, okay, mm-hmm. well, it's fine. So, mm-hmm. um, did he have a what was this one before that? Oh, oh, oh! I did that. I have it right here. The, or the elimination chamber. He's right. It's the 12th. Mm-hmm. So it's 14 days, two it's weeks a after week later. Royal Rumble. So I'm sure on the Royal Rumble they'll have, like they did uh, at Survivor Series, how they had AJ and Dean cutting promos on each other at Survivor Series about their match coming up at TLC two weeks later. We're going to probably get something similar. Yep. Yeah. So who are they going to put in that damn hell in the cell or, or elimination chamber? I mean, the three, you got Jericho, Owens, Reigns, Rollins, No, 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 it's SmackDown. Four. It's SmackDown, he said. Is it? So, yeah. He said it's SmackDown. Oh, shit. That's even so, tougher. AJ, I mean, AJ, Dolph, AJ, Dean, Ambrose, Baron, Cena, Dolph. Cena, yeah, right? Yeah, I mean, probably Cena, and then who gets and the AJ. last spot? Miz. What am I talking about? Miz. Oh, okay. Yeah. Did I miss? Did we miss AJ? Did we not? Did you already see him? Yeah, yeah. AJ's a champ, and then uh, or not, we you know whatever's the situation then. Right. But Dean Cena, Ziggler, and then Corbin probably, 
and uh yep. that's it and uh Miz, yeah there you go like it's it's it seems like a bad thing that we can name the guys that'll be in there, but it's also the guys who should be in there. And Dolph is going to yeah, like as much as I'd like it. A double uh, flip. Yeah, Apollo Crews ain't going to be ready for no damn hell in this uh, elimination chamber by Mm-mm. February twelfth. Nope. Uh, um, you know Corbin will even he'll be, you know, he'll be there and he probably should be there, but it'll be one of those he just made it kind of things. Mm-hmm. He's going to hit somebody with, and in the days like I feel like people do not give that move enough credit. I think it's beautiful. I think it's a great what? athletic power move. End of days. End of days. Yeah. Yeah, I don't think it gets and like of course Dolph like Dolph will make your three star finisher look like a four and a half star finisher because he lets you kill him. Right. But uh, right. yeah, like who? I mean, as much credit as we give Dolph for doing that, like I think really that's one of the best things about Rock in ring. He'd sell the shit out of your finisher, like. You know, he was – he what, – what do they call him? Uh, what are the things they put on your chest when you're in the hospital and they want to wake you back up? Defibrillator. Yeah, he got the shit defibrillated out of him every time someone goes hit him with a stunner. <laughs> it's not a verb. <laughs> yeah, he get defibrillated. And, you know, when the, the angle slammed, he was dead. The pedigree, yeah. he was dead. The one time he had to stand to be around Shawn Michaels and take a super kick, he was dead. Um, so what was yeah, that at like the, Dolph, with the first SmackDown? Mm-hmm. Shawn Michaels is a referee. Yeah. Think of, oh, I bet you Rock was so pissed. But um, yeah, I think uh, the way Dolph took that uh, took that into days, the way he was like legs flipped up in the air, just made it look great. That's already a great move. Here. All right, Kylan. Thanks for uh, holding on. Um, so yeah, what's on your mind, man? No, no problem. Uh, I was, I was very happy to hold on for Brian. So, All right, what you got? My question for this week concerns future WWE network programming and potential business strategy for WWE. Um, Holy shit, we're an hour and a half into this show or whatever we are, and we ain't even talked about the damn UK thing, but we'll... Nope. Somebody bring it up. Let's not let the entire show go by. I doubt Rich would let it go by, but still, yeah. But Kylan, I'm sorry, but that just I had to get as, that out. As thankfully, that that is a good portion of my question here. Okay. Do you do you both suppose that? The WWE United King- Kingdom Tournament is a step towards local localized federations in different countries 
and also a step towards local federations being placed on WWE Network in countries like Germany or the the UAE or different places like that. Yeah, if 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 that's the case, which I believe it probably is, I think that's probably the long-term goal. This is something that's a five-year plan, you know, probably. You're not going to have your Australian or French show going up in 2018, 2019. That's something that, if it happens, that's going to be a 2022, 23 kind of thing, where this U.K. market has been so, so, but has been successful enough that they branch off and they put a development center or a, a, a time and energy and money into Australia. The time and energy and money, you're not going to get, you know, I don't think anything like that's going to happen in the United Arab Emirates. Uh, it's just politically, the political climate, the actual physical weather climate, I just think that that would be tough. you there's just way too many limitations on what you can't what you can't do. I mean, shit. They don't even have a lot of these places don't even have uh, women can't even go to these shows. I don't even think they should run shows in places where women can't fucking go. Like, oh, you well, can't half your fucking population aren't allowed to come to our show. Then we're not running a show there. That's Darren not Young a normal can't thing. No, thank you. Huh? We're good. I said Darren Young can't wrestle here. No, thank you. Right. We're good. Or, or if he does, it's like we gotta, you know, he's gotta be, you know, we better be p- putting him under some kind of protection and making sure he's, uh, yeah. you know, safe. So yeah, I, I particularly just personally wouldn't run there, and I just think it's just not that part of the world just isn't uh, conducive for for what WWE does. Um, or what they would want to do with a development or or or, or a double A triple A type place. Um, the UK works. I think Australia could be next. You know, you could they could try to horn in on the Japanese uh, uh, market. They are. But this, this UK thing, yeah, it has to work first. It has to succeed. They've got to get talent over. And somebody's got to become a star on on the main roster, or at least in NXT, before they even think about shoveling more millions into another another part of the globe for that. But I'm certain it's on their mind, and it's something that they're aiming for. It's just not going to happen anytime soon. Yeah. So. Anything else, Kyle? Um. What? Well, to to speak on Japan, mm-hmm. they they certainly are trying to go after certain people, certain New Japan guys, and I believe Sean Radikin mentioned something about them them trying to take 
certain people around or before New Japan runs their G1 in L.A. over the summer, so we'll see what happens there. Do you have any names, specific names that you that's been speculated that they're interested in? No, Sean Sean didn't mention any, but he did kind of in passing say they were looking at they were potentially looking at people and okay. Yeah, I mean, that's not that is not shocking at all. Um, there's only so much. I think with the with the launch and subsequent subsequent growth of the network from you know six hundred thousand uh, uh, subscribers initially <clears throat> to whatever they got now one point between, you know between one three and one eight you know something like that. I, I don't know the exact. I'm pretty sure it's somewhere in that that range. There's only so far they can grow in America. Everybody, pretty much everybody know that wants it knows they can have it, the network that is. So it's just a matter of they either don't want it or they can't afford it or whatever. They're getting it another way. They're sharing passwords, and they're all good. However that is, they, yeah, so you've got you've to get people that are going to appeal to uh, other markets and you know, Shinsuke probably did what he could do six months in, you know, in NXT. A couple of Japan shows. You know. Yeah. Got to get some British guys over here, over in the States, so you can uh some people to sell back to the, you know, United uh, United Kingdom fans. Other than you know, Americans. <laughs> so, all right, cool. Thanks for the call, Colin. As always, let's uh, see who. Uh, damn, Bish. Oh, damn. Bishop looks kind of. Looking a little rough, a little ragged. Man, the haircut speak up on you, boy. The picture of uh, Hugo, is there smothering involved? You ready? <laughs> Shahid, Shahid ain't having it, boy. <laughs> no. <laughs> not, not with it at all. Ah, uh, boy. All right, let's uh, let's go to our good friend in Georgia. Let's talk to Darrell. Bring him on for a little bit. By a little bit, I mean the rest of the show, probably. (laughs) Dang, well. Uh, Darrell, what's going on? What up? Don't put that evil on me, Ricky Bobby. (laughs) How y'all doing today? (laughs) Doing well, doing well, man. Yeah, 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 yeah. Man, 
I didn't know how big of future fans y'all were until I listened to the fan by fan. Yeah. Oh, you listen to part one? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Well, I don't know. Yeah, wait a minute. Like in the last year, calendar year, and you know I only do this, you know, a couple times a year because I'm not even technically supposed to according to blog talk rules. But, you know, I I stay uh, – you know, I opened the show with DJ Eskimo City, the coolest DJ on the motherfucking planet. This is the best yeah. song. This be from Australia, and I'm an alien. Eskimo, the coolest DJ. Uh, but yeah, no, yeah, uh, yeah. I'm man. just, I'm just saying, I, I, y'all put mixtapes on his best album. Yeah, try to decide his rules. Mixtapes up as best album. <laughs> Yeah. Which one? Purple Rain? Oh, uh, which one? Yeah. That's it. Oh, you're yep. saying the mixtapes are better than his albums? Is that what you said? He said I'm just you, saying y'all was putting... album list, you decided to put a mixtape on there. It's got 14 tracks on it. Ain't a damn okay. mixtape to me. Like, I didn't even I know mean, technically you... if you... If you're reading This Is Too Late was a mixtape too, you told me. I was like, oh, I mean, whatever. It's like 18 tracks on it. How is that a mixtape? I mean, mixtape. That's like mean, what, what mixtapes are you listening to? What, what three-track mixtapes are you hearing? That yeah, no, no, no. Tape? I mean, it's, uh, like, mixta- like, I understand why 56 Nights is a mixtape. It's got eight tracks yeah. and, like, you know, them stupid-ass skits and stuff at the end or beginning mm-hmm. of the song. Like, all right, yeah, that's a mixtape. DJ Eskimo, you know, interrupting every goddamn five seconds. So, like, okay, that's a mixtape. DS2 was clearly a, a, a produced studio uh, a label album. Um, But, yeah, no, I mean, if it's quality enough, I'm putting that up there. Yeah, and these these things are like, fully real. I'm putting um, um, Trap or Die, uh, the dedication as um, best albums of, uh, of the year. Those used to have 21. Double yeah. digits. Yeah, yeah, I don't really want to focus on track, track uh, or or numbers of tracks on there. I'm just thinking about, you know, back in back in the day, you know, in the mid '90s mm-hmm. to the late '90s, you know, DJ Clue and K Slay tapes were were people rapping over other people's beats. Somehow, yeah. in my not listening to the, you know, being engrossed at all or even up on the genre uh, for you know a decade. Somehow mixtapes turn into fully formed, pro- yeah, fully you know, yeah. high production value albums. Like not just oh let's get a bunch of beats and we're selling we're not selling them because this is somebody else's work. This is other people's production and music we're rapping over. So we're just getting this out there to get our names out and all that kind of stuff. Now, you know, shit, you paying for top notch beats, all that stuff for your mixtape. I just like hearing what y'all was saying because, you know, in certain areas like here, you know, Future ain't as hot as he probably is to y'all when y'all listening, where y'all at. They probably ain't on Future too much over this way like that. So it would just be good to hear. Is it a hometown thing? Is it one of those things where it's like you got to get out of your hometown? Like your hometown just isn't going to be for everybody. I know clearly it's. Some people get really super high in there where they're from, but once you get on nationally, your hometown just kind of, you know, it's like, all right, let's find the next young 
you know, up and coming kind of guy to to latch on to as our guy. Like future, yeah, he made it, whatever. I mean, we're not mad at him. He rep in Atlanta or he's from here or at least our surrounding area. For, so, but he's he's on. He's a guy. He's putting other people on free bands and all. You know, he's got his own his own uh, squad and all that kind of stuff. So you just look to the next thing. That's kind of what we do, and I think that's the nature of like hometown. Well, I consider act. it's not legend. Um, He's not considered, or you consider part of the legends out here. Like if Outkast drop an album, uh, uh, songs, it'll be hot no matter what, no matter who out. Right. Ti drop something, he hot. Right. <laughs> Gucci man, <laughs> Walk yeah. Tober. Yeah, clearly. Matter of fact, I'm you glad you said that. I'm at East Atlanta Santa right now. Cause um, right now Gucci man killing killing the scene. <laughs> he's back out there. He's destroying it. <laughs> so yeah. The, um, the, the the list. Noisy did a top hundred albums of the year list, and they looking um, was top fifty. Might even have been a top twenty five. And the little description they were talking about how just him being sober and clear headed. He's just like better. Like yeah. yeah. So. That probably helps. He's just physically and literally energized and in shape and not all cloudy-headed and fucked up all the time. So he out there, uh, you know, he out there making appearances and radio stations and club appearances and doing shows left and right. And he dropped three damn albums since he got out of jail in the summer. Yep. They look in October and East Atlanta Santa. And I might even be missing one. Oh, and the Double R Trucks, the, mixtape, the, the Bricks Free Bricks 2, or uh, Zone 6 edition. That's a little EP, six tracks, five tracks or whatever, but still, still material. Double R Trucks, look at waiting on it. Yeah. Yeah, Gucci Man, Gucci Man killing it. Yeah, he is killing it. But yeah, that was good here. Um, y'all, um, yeah, three more, that. three more hours to go, uh, Darrell, <laughs> 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 or whatever. It <sighs> That's crazy. <laughs> Bet you it was a, a drunken, exciting time. Mm-hmm. Had to be if it went on that long. But um, yeah, it was, back it was to fun the, and the um, drink. topic. <laughs> Back to the topic at hand. Um, I like the list that y'all put up, especially the poll. You know, my MVP would be um, AJ with Charlotte yeah. running close. She a very close, not even second, like a 1B. Yeah. And um, what y'all were saying earlier, I think she probably head over heels better than all the women that's on the roster right now because um, you compare her more to the male superstars now. Then, then the females. I understand that people have a love for um, for Sasha, but if you think a babyface character since she's been on the um, main roster really ain't clicked as much as her heel character in NXT. I think a lot of people who still enamored with Sasha still thinking about her NXT matches with Bailey and her heel character, and more than what she's done on the main roster because. If you look at her main roster run, the promos ain't clicking, and it's a lot of slip-ups. So I don't know what y'all think about that, but 
I think people are more into her, still into her NXT um, persona than more the main roster. That's why I say Charlotte probably three times better than her, as in character-wise, on the main roster than um, not taking Yeah, when Sasha gets a chance to go race. heal, her promo, because really what's, what I think holds her back are her are her babyface promos because they come they come off as as she's always so happy to be there that kind of thing and that she's always so wide eyed and and you know like not a, like that is not how superstars that is not how the you know, the face that runs the place those types of folks that's not how they act that's not how they talk they don't talk every chance they talk about oh thank you for giving me the opportunity no they go. Of course, you gave me this opportunity because you're, you want to make money. I'm going to, make, you know, that kind of attitude. Not, oh, thank you for for putting me on. Uh, I'd be sweeping up, you know, vacuuming hotel rooms if I if it weren't for you. That bullshit culture they, they, that they uh, that they uh, foster. Um, but as a heel, I think she 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 wouldn't have to. It just wouldn't be right, so she wouldn't do it. And we saw her in NXT. She wasn't like that. She was the boss and legit and, you know, so I, I'm not ratchet, that kind of thing. Um, when she can get back to that, whenever, a year or two from now, I think she'll be she'll be better off. She'll be a better act. And having a baby face run will probably help her, her when she turns heel for the first time. Uh, not for the first time, but for the first sustained time on the main roster. Because she came up, she was kind of a heel, but it was kind of a... Mess last summer when when all that was was happening. Yep. True. I feel like that's the problem. That's and that's a problem with the whole raw brand as it is as a whole. And what Cam was saying earlier that nobody got upset that Kevin Owens or Seth Rollins was on the list. That's because I feel like raw. Um, I know Wade always saying a sports like feel. But Raw don't make nobody feel like a sport like feel like nobody trying to be Raw goes out of their way person. to be like this is a show. We got you are you audience or the studio audience. It's like one step from TNA going you're the audience or you're a part of the show too audience. So you know that kind of bullshit. No, you're here to pay to watch superstars fight. You're not a part of the show. Shut the fuck up well, and and. And fall in line, but they don't have they don't have they don't have reason to fall in line because they're not giving them what they want. They're not giving them the personalities in the positions that they want. Everybody's pretty much if if you were to take for good and for bad, if you were to take everybody on the roster today on Raw and flip them to to the opposite from babyface to heel, heel to babyface. You'd be much better off. Granted, there would still be people miscast because, but um, but there are more people miscast than not. That if you flipped everybody, it would it would be it would be more it would be a win. You'd come out ahead. If they stop trying to tell these elaborate, crazy, um, ludicrous cartoon, tiny tune stories, then it'll also be a little bit better. If people was trying to be better, uh, you know, well, I'm trying to. Climb, climb up the ranks. Uh, I'm trying to prove that I'm the number one contender. I, I, I want to go after the title instead of you having one guy like Braun, Fifafo, from can't have his hair up under my chinny chin chin. I, you know, 
I don't believe he's a monster. I don't think most people think he's a monster. So they have him doing the typical big man giant talk. Like, you know, that gets kind of old to a point. And then you have a match with him and Sami Zayn where you got him portrayed as this big giant. Now he's looking stupid, slipping on a banana peel, and let him last 10 minutes. And the match really wasn't even that good to be. Well, couldn't I, I, even follow. He didn't slip on a banana peel. You know, he was cocky. He didn't pin him. He let him up a few times during the match. And then, you know, and then they spent five minutes outside the ring with that whole towel bullshit. I mean, yeah, that whole that, thing. I mean, it was stupid and anything. But I don't look at Braun, especially his reaction after the bell rang. He 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 was pissed. He cried, Arr. Like damn it, I, I, I he was on his Denny Green tip. I, I let him off the hook, you know, and and he did because he was being a dumb cocky heel. And then Foley came out there with it's Fo- okay. It's, what, what's with Foley and the dark beard and the leather jacket? What the hell? Oh, Sam, Sammy Zayn is going to be Cactus Jack. Sammy Zayn is going to what? He's going to be Cactus Jack. <laughs> so yeah, this is uh, this is Foley. What's that got to do with Foley? Foley's like got to turn no, no, dark. Foley's... Exactly. You've seen Star? Oh, you haven't seen Star Wars? Well, yeah. Um, you know, Foley's no. Foley talks. Oh, Zane talks about how much he sees. Uh, he sees you know, himself in Sammy, so he's bringing out. You used dark, to be me uh, when he said that. To yeah. Foley. yeah. Yeah. Dark, dark Foley. So we're gonna get we're gonna get dark Sammy. He's gonna like. He's he's not gonna be a taxi driver anymore. He'll be an Uber driver. Um, yeah, so it's, that's kind of... Wait a second. <laughs> it's going to be a Uber driver. Okay. Yeah, man, I'm, I'm in business for myself. Yeah, it's going to be great. Even, even though, and just like an Uber driver, even though this corporation is taking all the, all the, you know, mm, yeah. Well, what does that, you know, like what does that have to do with him being um, better than Braun or Braun being better uh, Braun showing everybody that he, you know, championship material, somebody who you can see winning the title and, and running through everybody and somebody has to up their game to beat me. Or uh, the bromance that you got going on, nobody want to be better than nobody. Or um, Seth Rollins, the story that he's telling, he should be mad because you say you got to beat Kevin Owens for the title just to get the Triple H. So if Roman Reigns beat Kevin Owens before you can, that means you can never get the Triple H. You can never get to where you're trying to go. So that ruins your whole story that you're trying to tell people four months after you got screwed in the first place. Like a big oxymoron. It's just big. It's just dumb. Instead of just saying, man, I forget Triple H right now, and if he come back out there and fuck you over again, then you go out there. Um, but man, I'm just trying to get the title, show everybody that I'm the best on Raw, and it don't matter. Uh, Dave like Portillo loved that uh, taxi line cam, by the way, on Twitter. Huh? Well, who? Dave Portillo really enjoyed that Sammy quitting his taxi taxi job line. Oh, hey. Hey, yeah. What the? What? I'm sorry, Josh just sent a picture, and it's it's pretty obscene. But thanks, Dave. Ooh. 
Did I miss something? Well, well Trav in the business for himself. He um helping um taking apart the taxi uh, industry. Pick up, <laughs> yeah, pick up. <laughs> yeah, now I'm doing my part to uh to, to ruin some the lives of some uh some taxi companies. <laughs> The ones who drive uh, 40 miles an hour so they can um, let the time go up on you when you know about five or six short away, the crookedness. Uh, <laughs> yeah, Uber's gross. Uber uh, yeah, they're a gross, gross company, though, like for real, for real. Like, they're so, like somebody posted in the Ride Austin group. It was like, so I did the same exact, same customer, same time of day, um, from the same location to the same drop off, the Uber payout was fourteen dollars and the Ride Austin payout was twenty four dollars. It's like God, because they take a ridiculous cut, and Ride Austin's like, yeah, we'll take three bucks. Uber's like, we're gonna need eight. Thank you. Like they're not some mm. global conglomerate, but maybe that's why. But yeah, no, fuck Uber. And if there's a if there's an alternative in your city in your town. Use it. If there's a local uh, rideshare place in wherever you live, even if it's fasting or, or fair, they're not that great. But just, yeah, fuck Uber. God damn. We used to I mean, anyway. use the local people. Use the local people who to, um, charge you the flat fee. I mean, you know, use local the, people in every man. aspect of your life if you can. I mean, for real. I mean, why would you? Why go to PetSmart if you got if to, to get dog food or cat food or fish food or shit or anything? Wouldn't find the local somebody whose family runs that place, whose whose lives d- depend on that business. If that PetSmart doesn't do well in your neighborhood or downtown or whatever, whatever PetSmart corporation on you know, the fucking stock market. Fuck them. They don't, you know, they're not going to be hurt. But, you know, some family-owned place, you know, they definitely could use your business. So that's kind of my my credo. Just anytime, uh, any any time you can buy local, do it, regardless what it is, even if it's from produce to buying a car. Go to the big hospital. Ooh. Don't, you know, get your local guy to, like, uh, <laughs> Yeah, you can get my appendix real quick. You know, go to the go to the mainstream hospital and everything. But but everything else, yeah, yeah, yeah. I love them. Well, anyway. I want to ask y'all this one last thing and see what y'all think. Um, I think the SmackDown title, as long as it's in AJ's hands, um, set to maybe be high up on the card at WrestleMania, just because how good AJ been so far. Yes, his first four months was kind of slippy, but right now he's on fire. But the universal yeah. title seems more like a mid-card, not even the top of the mid-card, just a low middle of the mid-card range right now, no matter who if, holds it. If, if it's Kevin Owens, anybody else Chris besides Jericho. Roman Reigns, if, there was, if Cesaro was a, universal, or, or was a United States champion at the same time Kevin Owens is doing, doing his whole, whole thing uh, in the last uh, four or six months, we we would probably be talking about how how uh, the U.S. Ti- the U.S. Championship ha- has surpassed the, the the universal title as far as prestige and match quality. Maybe not match quality. Owens isn't exactly a slouch, but 
certainly how they're portrayed. But if but it's all great, nobody nobody wants to go and be like, yeah, he's the he's the he's got the top title in the company. You know, nobody wants to really go there because. Fuck Roman Reigns. He ki- he he killing two titles right now at once, and he's not even defending one, and he's not gonna defend that for a whole sixty days. So that says a lot for that right there in the thirty day rule. But um, with whoever what? in the main event scene right now for um the Universal Title, Chris Jericho, Kevin Owens, Seth Rollins, or Roman Reigns, it still seems like that title is mid card at best. What you think they need? Do they need a Finn to come back or some more Joe to maybe come over, challenge um, Roman Reigns for the U.S. title or something? Do they need a couple of guys to come over and have to hit the ground running to lift that, to lift the Universal title and you can say the U.S. title to pick those up so maybe they won't be in between the first two hours of Mania and in some yes, lower slot. Even, but. I, I I think unequivocally yes they do they need a shot in the arm like seriously um, might be too late as far as thirty three goes it just might not be enough time to get to get Joe in a serious enough program and get him hot enough or get Shinsuke hot enough to take one of those one or both of those belts for that to happen and I think their management wouldn't want want that to happen. Maybe with Owens, they probably wouldn't care as much. Uh, but yeah, yes, yes, they need somebody to come in and and and, and give some juice to those titles, it's especially the U.S. title. I mean, Roman's fine with the U.S. I mean, it's just because he's Roman; he's not doing anything. His character, his moral compass, and his you know things he does aren't necessarily bad or or or. or Corny, well, he's corny, but you know, as far as the title goes, we're not. It's just because he's Roman, we're not going to give him a pass and that kind of thing. But Owens is clearly demonstratively uh, lowering that title, or not really, because the title they're kind of synonymous. They came on at the same time. Uh, he did not do that title any any. You know, they could Definitely. talk all that. All that trash they want about oh it's on the Raw show it's on the top flagship show and blah blah blah, but anybody with half a brain and 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 any kind of you know knowledge of common sense not even knowledge clearly knows that the title AJ holds is the top title in the company. Excuse me, in the company without a without question. Camp, great guys with that. I actually do have to go. Um, everybody have a Merry Christmas, and um, I will yeah. try to get with you next week from uh, an undisclosed location. Later. All right, man. Good stuff. Talk to you next time. Cam has signed off. Oh, man. What? Oh, no, I'm Looking at the end of Love and Hip Hop. <laughs> oh, I saw the first episode. I watched. <laughs> we fucked around, watched Flash one day, and then watched the rest of the Love and Hip Hop season uh, premiere on, um, you know, on DVR or whatever. And I thought that we were going to do that every week, but they already see it. It was really for me because I hadn't seen it. But yeah, I. 
Yeah. What's what's happening? Did that did that girl leave Snoop? Did she did she go back to Chicago? Oh, uh, Snoop quit her. That's what happened. Snoop came, went back to be more, had a um a awakening, then came back and told her, I can't be with you no more. Dropped the like awakening. Hit her with that. Yeah. <laughs> Talked to um her godmother, had an awakening, said, Hey, it's it's not you, it's me and I can't be with you no more. Made the girl cry. Oh. Then old creep old creep squad leader, uh whatchamacallit? <laughs> rich. Another girl leave him rich. <laughs> leave leave him yeah. again. <laughs> And um, next week they're gonna be fighting over who the leader of the Creek Squad is itself. Uh, uh, um, Yo, Chico is uh, the worst, uh, man. I hate Chico, that guy. yeah. Disco, whatever the fuck his name. I don't like calling him Cisco because uh, Cisco on the Flash, but I can't you stand him, L. man. Debar- Big L. DeBarge. <laughs> uh, the Puerto Rican boy, the, the ball head one. Yeah, I, yeah, yeah, Cisco. Oh, Big L. DeBarge looking um, cat. Yeah, yo, when he was uh, yo, when he was fucking <laughs> bullshitting and playing around with Mariah Lynn last season, I was like, come on, man. Then when he talked all that shit about, uh, you know, you whatever, I just hated him. She let him have it too, like, oh, oh fuck you, dumbass. Oh, now fucking. you, now you really gonna hate him because now he's trying to use the mama card to get back with her, say his mama um suffering from the same thing her mama was suffering from, trying to run that game. <laughs> Super creep. What a creep. So, all right, let's uh, let's get get. Uh, he not rich dollars, but he like you know, rich quarters or something. Let's get rich quarters on the onto the show. Yeah. Rich quarters from Pittsburgh. What's happening? Not much. I'm ordering my dinner, so if it's too loud, just put me on mute, and I'll be back in a minute. Yeah, no, it, it's, I mean, we can hear it, but it's fine. It's, uh, what's going on? How is the power thing? Good, good. I just had to finish up the last of my Christmas shopping and grab some dinner and call it a season, I guess. How about you? I, I see the show's been going good so far. What do you, uh, where are you at? Like a restaurant, like Chinese restaurant or something? No, that'll be it. Thank you. Um, I'm at Purgatory. Do you guys have one of What's it called? It's called Purgatory. No, it's like a burger bar. Oh, Purgatory. Yeah. Nice. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. I got to try Purgatory. You know me and my burgers. I'm all, I'm all yeah, about burgers. And then they have, like, fun to order milkshakes, things like that. You know, they use, they got some awkward titles, though, for, like, some of their shakes, like Granddad's Secret. Ew. Oh, I'll take it now. <laughs> yeah, like, I didn't even recover from that name. But it's old Granddad bourbon with just enough caramel for a nice smooth finish. If you love bourbon, so, that's... <laughs> so, so NXT is on in the background, and mm-hmm. it's just one of those things. Like, wrestling is so weird how mm-hmm. repetition, like, you really just, I mean, it is a, it is a real, 
that, that is real. Like Vince and the, he, he's just like, you know, like whatever you're like, okay, when Dana Brooke first debuted, it was like, I'm a flex and I'm a rubble myself all sexy, even, even to the point of like, all right, enough already. But it's establishing that whatever gimmick. Uh, mm-hmm. And it's just like, every, I see Billy in the K's and I just, every, like three months ago, I couldn't stand these women. Either one of them, Peyton Royce or Billy Kay. Now, mm-hmm. like, they still ain't shit. They still really are, are uh, not where they need to be in the, in the ring. But, boy, am I, like, enjoying their act and really, like, it's like when you like when you see, see a woman and you're like, yeah, she's nice looking, but it ain't nothing really special. And then eventually you just spend enough time with her and you're like, damn, I, I am, like, you know, she's good. I, I like her. I, I like her body. I like whatever is particular thing you like about her physically. And I'm really starting to appreciate, especially Billy Kay, because she was the one I didn't like the most with her stupid velour outfits. But I don't know, man. Something, <laughs> something about them now, especially Billy Kay, that's just a couple of sexy-ass bros, man. Well, it's, it's also, like you said, with the repetition – it also ties into what happened with Sasha Banks because remember she had her different stables in NXT as a heel. So we saw her with, by comparison, um, Oh God, I can't remember her name now. The blonde that they always would call the wicked witch before they had, uh, my girl. Ray. Yeah. So she had some array and, uh, Charlotte, oh, the BFF. And, yeah. yeah, the BFF. You could see them Summer every Ray week. Very annoying, but they were, you know, beautiful women that got on your nerves. And then all of a sudden, she was the boss and had the whole thing. And it took, you know, for us, it took a while. But by the time she made it to the main roster, she's reaping the rewards of a year and a half of solid week after week after week work in addition to her getting better in the ring. So I'm hoping the same thing happens with this crop of ladies, except for Aaliyah, because... Uh, racist McTweet face and I don't get along, but you know that's me. Y'all kind of also forgetting that those two women are kind of decent on the mic too, and the way they carry right. themselves. Finally, they got a, a make you intriguing. Working for them because before they were just yeah. they would come out there and just get squashed by Nia Jax or, or, or Oscar or somebody. But and yeah, I think that, that they point, getting some cockiness. We wouldn't give them credit for this cape with the collar on it, you know, just because some real heat. Mm-hmm. Like, and when they get the stick, they're, you know, like delivering, just like yeah. Billy Kay more than Peyton Royce, but together they make a, a solid duo. It's just yeah. amazing how that happens. And you got to remember, they're so young. That's the thing about most of these women they're bringing in. The best thing is a lot of them have that base of being trained by Lance Storm or having been in an established uh, company before they get to NXT, but they're still 19, 20, 21, 22, as opposed to, you know, when Lita came in, she had been in Mexico for X number of years. When all these other people came in, they had X number of years to kind of get good. So we're watching them grow up with the NXT in a way that we hadn't seen some of those other ladies. Like Ivory. Ivory had almost 15 years' experience before she got on WWE TV. <laughs> At least a Ferrari. <laughs> yeah. 
But it got, I remember her, her, you know, I, I mentioned in the group me a lot that my dad isn't a big pro wrestling fan. One of the things I remember as a kid is him getting busted for knowing her in the WWF from Glow. And, like, when it came out of his mouth, it was like, mm, mm. When we were watching Glow, I wasn't watching. Somebody was paying attention. Right. And that allowed my mom to watch her Scott Steiner matches and beats for about a month. So, you know, it was a win-win for her. Because <laughs> my mom was the only woman to get out of church and be like, is that Scott Steiner wrestling? Because he, he just looks so good. Really? I, like, I don't know, mom. This yeah. colorful singlet? <laughs> yep. Mama fan was all about the singlet all my and the mullet. <laughs> oh, no, this is well, free. No, no, no. Yeah, yeah. yeah, when I showed oh, her uh, Big Papa one. Pump, she was like, oh, we got to pray for him. <laughs> She's like, that ain't the Scotty I remember that I liked. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, that was when he was part of the varsity club? You talking about when he was part of the varsity club? Oh, no, even when he was in the uh, early 90s WWF. She loved it with them because they'd come out to the, the, the little raggedy fight song and they'd be wearing each other's boots and all that other silliness. And you know what? Jason Jordan kind of remind me of the dog-faced gremlins, uh, Rick Skiner, how he move around the ring sometimes, when he, especially when he's starting to put everything together and get hyped. Yeah. I mean, uh, he's another dude. When they came here to Pittsburgh two years ago, or maybe it was even three at this point, for the NXT house show, he was the opening act heel, and nobody liked him. Everybody was like, just go and just get out, get off the, get out of the ring. A year later, he comes back in American Alpha, people losing their minds. You just need that shot. And that's why I'm a little nervous. If they put Joe the Samoan with Samoa Joe on Raw, what's that? Was that the, that wasn't the one where they hurt the guys. Those were two white dudes. Yeah, hurt. that's the one. That's the that one. is it? He power bombed the boy on the other boy's head. Yep, that is oh, the one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's why I grimaced about ten seconds ago. Like, oh my god, because it wasn't when they collided in the air back to back. It was when he power bombed them and then power bombed the guy onto the guy. It looked like the guy, the white dude. Like, so the black guy got power bombed first. Then they power bombed the white dude on top of the black dude. And I thought the white guy was the one that caught the most the brunt of it because he like but I guess his head hit a sternum and chest it's not exact I mean I wouldn't want my head to hit a guy's uh, let me see this replay yeah that wasn't it they backed it that it, was it the yo. white guy neck landed on the um the the black guy head and snapped the head yeah. back wait wait they called their move the rum springer yeah, that's a weird title for a name. Do you know what that is? Yeah, that's the journey of discovery that uh, Amish people go on where they figure out if yeah, they're going to stay or not. When you're 16 or 18 or whatever, you go on Rumspringer and you leave the leave your community and you go live a secular, typically normal, you know, whatever life. You train, well, you, 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 know, yeah, you, they go wild out. Yeah, and then they decide, so, is this the life I want or do I want to – you know, live in, a, you know, drive a buggy and shit. Uh, I don't get that. Why would they name their finisher that? Ain't they from New Zealand? Ain't these two guys from New Zealand? Who, the authors of pain? What? Yeah. 
No, the authors of Pain, one dude's Albanian and the other dude is something else. Indian. Raja and Raska and yeah, I don't know. Yeah, Reza and Tokar. I don't know about him. That's that's uh, surprising that a pushed act in NXT, an act that's been around for so so many months, pushed the way they are. We still don't have a ton of uh, we don't have a ton of uh, info on on them. Even storyline wise, mm-hmm. I don't even mean like real life. You know where they're from, who their families are, blah blah blah. I just mean like they don't have any gimmicks behind their. Uh, behind them. Hmm. Yeah, right now it seems like their biggest gimmick is that they have Paul Ellering. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. But that's something that we can learn about them heading into uh, NXT and Mania, I guess. Once they start, they get the title. Uh, and then you have to start, they have to start getting the video packages for them and stuff like that. That could be something that can keep boosting them up, learning more about them. Could be strategy. I, I think one of the things that's going to hurt them, though, is as the more I look at them, as I'll, I'll, I can't only speak to myself. I'll see what you guys say. I'm more interested in sanity and what they are as a group and what they're about than I am the authors of pain. Yeah, that's true. They're more interesting for sure. Especially like with more, the thing yeah. going on now with uh, Big Gamo. Big guy coming in, yeah. I'm really excited. Oh, and when, 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 when what's her face? Uh, um, Nikki Glenn, Nikki Glenn Close showed, uh, mm. was staring at the uh, Oscar's women's title. Like, oh, oh I want to see this match now. You know. Yeah, and Oscar's like, I'll take that. And I got a booking idea for y'all. Um, with that crew yeah. right there, and maybe you turn the Wyatt's faces with Randy still there, and you bring that crew up. You might have Nikki Cross go go after a Becky Lynch, and then have Sanity go after the Wyatt's for the tag team title, and have a few to set off the new year after Mania. With those oh, shit, look This is go. how they have to book Oscar now. They just got to have bitches coming from all directions. She's going to be feuding with, like, four different women at one time. The damn... Yeah, it's going uh, to be like a... Uh, what is the it? Nikki Glenn Close, and throw Ember Moon in there Nikki, eventually. Nikki Glenn Close. You, oh, my God. Um, I think it's oh, going to be sorry. one of those things, uh, kind of uh, like with, uh, what was it... Peregrine, peregrine, penguin. Yeah, oh yeah, I almost went to RB, RB Peregrine for for dinner, but I decided <laughs> I'd, 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 I'd class it up and go to the Uber Groupon Fury. <laughs> Tell me you've like, you're a few episodes into the new season. No, I still got. I'm still on episode one because remember, I can't be popping on Nazi Wonderland when I got a four year old in my house. Hey, you got one. It's like, oh, day. by the way, hey. Daddy. Well, I mean, listen, when my wife negotiates with terrorists and his bedtime is fluctuating, I can't be sneaking off to watch uh, Man in the High Castle because I don't know when he's going to be coming up. And the same thing, I can't watch like I would have last year on the treadmill because I don't know when he wakes up and comes down. So I can't be like in mid-run and all of a sudden mid-talking some major stuff and, you know, my four-year-old comes in and he's like, Daddy, what does final solution mean? I, I don't, I, I can't. I can't. 
I can't. Son, it's when those goddamn Jews... Oh, never mind. Oh, my God. <laughs> the views of Travis Bryant do not reflect those of Wade Keller, Pro Wrestling Torch, TDH Communications, All Rights Reserve. Do you, uh, um, uh, Darrell, do you watch Viceland at all? Do you, or more specifically, yes. Deezus yes. and, and Mero? Yes, I do. So, uh, they stay having, Mero, Mero especially, stay talking flagrant about Yesterday it wasn't a celebrity; it was the security guard at the of the uh, Chargers, San Diego Chargers security, who was jerking off with his hand in his pocket as he watched, stood there on the field watching the cheerleaders, and it was so, oh my it was God. so obvious what he was doing. But every time he was like, "Yeah, he's playing a little pocket pool," they would put allegedly above the above, you know, on the screen. Yeah, he's in there beating his meat, alleging, allegedly, you know. Or or he'll say something flagrant about a celebrity, and they'll be like, <laughs> the views of Marrow does not, you know, Viceland is not a, <laughs> you know, don't go see what Them guys hilarious, man. Yeah, they, 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 you know, I'm, just, I'm just looking out for you, partner. The last thing I need is like I don't know if you ever look. There's a guy Mookie Gano on Twitter that always prints out all the FCC um, complaints WWE will get. I just don't want one to blog talk radio. Travis Bryant mentioned my uh, ethnicity again in a negative manner. <laughs> they can't do nothing about it. They can't Okay, oh, well, I mean. If you're going to Clayton Bigby him, I, I can't fight it. Not how freedom of speech works either. <laughs> um, but, <laughs> oh, well, but Darrell, to your point. I'm all my freedoms. See, see, you're going to, you're going to, you're going to be like, you're going to be like, wait, I got a great idea for a new column for the torch. It's called Freedom Caucus. Every week I talk about a new thing that's affecting our freedom. This week we're going to talk about the blacks. All right, Darrell, anything else before we get out of here? Did we even get to Well, we never answered his question. He mentioned the fantasy (laughs) booking, and I agree with him with the whole idea of the Wyatt versus Sanity. And I really like the fact that Nikki Glencross, the only thing – she she hasn't had to go through that whole Becky Lynch, I'm a little leprechaun stage of her career. The only reason we know her nationality is the little patch on her shoulder in her Sanity jacket, and that's it. And hearing her Irish. Yeah. I should have known mm-hmm. she got that nice, strong yeah. Irish jawline. And I like that because, you know, I sent yeah. an editorial thing in the wait about the idea of, like, with the New Day with the Black Excellence post. Like, a year and a change ago, they did the uh, Irish had taken over, and Becky had tweeted at Seamus and uh, Finn Balor, like, oh, I'm coming too. And, you know, she never she never won while they had a title. <laughs> She just kept losing. She was the Ziggler of NXT. Together. Yeah. Right. And then, then when you look at the mentions, you're like, oh, Becky, wait till Becky comes. Wait till Becky comes up. Blah, blah. Nobody was like, well, what about the Scottish? What about the blacks? What right. about the, you know, you know, non You know, nobody was in their bag about that. Um, right. So, yeah. And I had a buddy of mine yeah. who was uh, Scottish who brought up a really good point. He's like, you know what? 
we could have like Irish are taking over, Scottish are taking over. But when you look at like when you say black excellence, there isn't a way for most black folks to put what country of origin they came pushing, from because you know slavery. they're not pushing Africans or or right. specific. Well, they are the, the uh, ones who kind of have. Well, yeah, he's they're pushing the one dude, but they made him Jamaican. Well, right, and because he's they're pretty like, Americanized. Oh, yeah, I mean, Ghana? but they're not. They don't have a. They don't have a pipeline into Ghana or to Kenya where they're getting. You know, you know, like at this point, they have however many three, four, five, six different uh, uh, Irish um, uh, workers up and down their roster on all different levels and different brands. You know, that's because that's years of, 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 of uh, you know, scouting and that kind of shit. So if they had, like, a, a, a pipeline into, you know, Power Udy <laughs> at a developmental school that he was, uh, you know, <laughs> if he had a pipeline to WWE developmental and stuff like that, it would you could do that. But, again, no, yeah, if you're talking about black Americans, yeah, man, you got to, uh, y'all, y'all took that from us. We ain't got no fucking... History and culture and shit. Our culture is your culture. Fucking Bryant is not my fucking ancestral last name, motherfuckers. You know, so, but uh, why everything got to be, you know, then they get uncomfortable because you're talking, you know, you're talking, uh, you know, you're speaking the truth and like, hey, well, excuse me. Well, they beat, I got to go on fucking 23 and me. (laughs) Yeah, I got to go on 23 and me to find out what what part of fucking uh, Africa my. Genetic, my DNA comes from because I ain't no goddamn family records, motherfucker, for good reason. Right. We uh, we gonna ignore that. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, and, you know, goddamn. and that and Darrell, that like, yeah. So yeah, that's, I agree completely with Sanity versus the Wyatts. I the only thing I disagree Sanity with is I don't really the ro- the roster as Sanity. That's I I, right. I mean I, I don't bet. But I I bet that I'd put a lot on the fact on the fact that they're not coming up. And then they're fucking around to come up because they got those two guys got some size three now. Or did they mm-hmm. put, did they bring the big dude in because one of the other guys is gone or something? Or he did got they just injured. I was mistaken hurt. about him getting released. He got hurt, uh, so he's out for like six to eight months. So now Big Damo mm, is going to okay. eventually replace him. And then they can play it either way. They can do the I got hurt and now I'm back and I want my spot and I feel like you guys betrayed me. Or he could do, do well, a little or Harper, just, I got hey, hurt, and I'm we got bad. another member. Right, right, right. right. And that That's would actually be better because up. they could. Yeah, yeah, because nobody knows I mean, that would look good. Be, like, if you go, oh, y'all betray me, what, we're supposed to cheer for for the, the, odd right. man, the odd sanity guy out? Like, no, we didn't get a right. chance to know you enough to to now eight months, six months, eight months later to 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 be on your side yeah, against them you. or whatever. So yeah, they would have yeah. to come back and, and just have a super group. But again, I just don't think that's going to happen. Yeah. Well, well I, I think like that would be good them for them because up. they'd have a. Oh, go ahead, Daryl. I'm sorry. I was just saying I would like to see them two come up like after WrestleMania, Sanity and Shinsuke come up on Raw. Those the two big um, signings that come up after WrestleMania, because um, how I'm feeling now, I don't want Shinsuke to come up before. Um, Mania, unless he's going to win the Rumble. If he's not going to win the Rumble, don't have him come up to the next night after Mania. So what Mania if he was a... Ha- what if he was the sixth entrant in the Hell in a Cell in February? Oh, wait, it's SmackDown. Y'all told me. All right. SmackDown, yeah. 
Now, here's my thing, Darrell. You're probably going to get pissed off. And most people will who are listening. My bet for the Rumble winner is no one anyone wants. <laughs> It'd be Mr. Cool. Roar. Be- I'm sorry. Because <laughs> I'm looking at him and I'm like, this is exactly what Vince would like. Vince would want. I know Wade had mentioned on the Tuesday live cast he'd like Finn to win it and then call out uh, AJ. But my issue would be it would be more of the raw booking where you have a face that's ducking the dude that has the title he never officially lost and is instead picking somebody else. And I think to listen to what you guys were saying earlier. Yeah. I would love to see him there because if you have him on Raw with Shinsuke, as you were mentioning, that's a good environment for having that fertile wrestling ground like they have right now with SmackDown where you can entertain some of those guys and not worry about the quality going down. You can get that Finn heel turn if Shinsuke come up the night after WrestleMania. If he, if Finn I'm not interested in that at all. I don't, wanna, hmm? I, don't, I don't think I ever want to see Finn as a heel. I don't want – it's just – no. Real, real, He's a good real heel quick, Darrell, guess who I just got? Yeah. Guess who I just got a text from? Who? Cardi B. <laughs> she told me to download Heaven <laughs> on My Mind. Oh, featuring my Emmy. <laughs> so she got me. Oh, the featuring her and Big Josh or whoever. Oh, Josh X. Yeah. Big Josh from Tough Enough? <laughs> yeah, no, Josh X featuring Cardi B. But it's 99 cents. Uh, I, I ain't got it, Cardi. Yeah. You're going to be messing around like those uh, music commercials where it's like, oh, you only really got enough data to run your maps and not me? <laughs> Yo, you're talking about the Nicki Minaj commercial. <laughs> yeah. Let's leave him. <laughs> With it on Snapchat. Oh, um, my God. With the, when she walks in, it's like, ugh, could you, could you accent her fucking GMO body anymore? Good Lord. It's like a cell phone thing. Like I, I ran out of data or some bullshit. And she walks in and she's just super curvy, like unnaturally. Oh, shit, on Jesus and Meryl, they were talking about the picture that Meek tweeted or, or put on Instagram. It was a girl bent over, ass was all in some like kind of fancy lingerie. And he was like, I'm just sitting here like dot, 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 savage, dot, wow. dot, dot. We just friends. And it was like people swore up and down that was Nikki's butt, and then Meryl was like, "That ain't no Nikki butt. That butt's way too more, too natural, way too natural to be Nikki butt. Look at look at it. I stretch marks." And then Jesus was like, "Yeah, yeah, you ain't." Sne-. He was like, "My man Meryl's a butt expert. You ain't sneaking a culo by him." So, and he was right. It was some some other woman, and and then Nikki went on Instagram and, and posted like somebody bought her like some I guess some fancy Chanel slippers, and then she posted one of these. Did he walk? Self-help, like, and not self-help, but one of these, you know, if he ain't work, or if he don't recognize your greatness, then he ain't blah, blah, you know, bullshit like that. Like, up, oh, you know it's over. And then they were speculating, like, it might not be over. They might just be bullshitting. They come out with a damn double album together. So, uh, real quick, let me run through the last couple of tweets from Dave Portivo. He says, Billy Kay is hot. But I wish they'd lay off the crazy makeup and fake tan, although maybe it's part of her heel act. Yes, I would agree, and I think they have. I, I think that's why I'm 
I think that's a part of the reason why I'm like coming around on her. Like, and I wish that was a real statement or or real, you know. Um, but yeah, I think she's laid off the clown makeup and the, the tan looks a little more natural. And clearly, she ain't that damn brown, but it's not like super like fake looking. And he also says Billy Selling is the absolute worst, though. And then, oh, Dave says, and he's from he's from England, so he would probably have a better idea. He says she's Irish. She has a Scottish flag on her jacket. So, you know, yeah, I think that's pretty. That's easy, that's, that's easy to, you know. But she's another one. Like, man, I like you know you know me. I like unconventional women. I'm not necessarily. I, I don't necessarily like standard typical beauty. I mean, I can think of a hot chick that everybody thinks hot is hot, but I can find, like, you know, beauty in a lot of different places. People will be like, eh, you know, like, oh, Beth Phoenix? Like, I was so on Beth But the day she debuted, like, holy crap, you know, just the muscles and she was pretty and everything, all that. That's, and then Nikki Glenn Close, she's not as, nowhere near as pretty, but she got that craziness about it that I, that I fucks with. And and them arms, you know, I like a, a girl with some, some arms on her. So anyway. Tricep meat, apparently, um, is what Travis likes. Hmm? You like the tricep meat, apparently. Yeah, tricep meat ain't terrible. <laughs> so, anyway, all right, Darrell, we're going to move on to the next caller. All right, all right, you guys. And talk about that uh, oh, promo from NXT. About the, uh, for the main event, that was pretty nice. But all right, all right. Uh, what promo is he talking about, uh, Rich? I don't know. I'm not watching. I'm I'm driving right now back home. Okay, because the four way just started. I didn't see. Oh shoot! Tonight's the four way. I forgot. All right, so I'm yeah. gonna have to catch that on replay when I get in. So here's this movie coming out, Eliminators, and Wade Barrett still Wade Barrett. I thought he was. You know, Stu Bennett. The whole point of leaving was so he could be Stu Bennett. Was it I'm something Stu that was Bennett. Made while I play he was Wade on TV. Fuck out of here. Was it something they filmed while he was in WWE? Because that might be where it stuck. I mean, possibly. He left in what this year, like April. Yeah, like right before or after, after WrestleMania, because his last match was yeah. uh, the Raw I was at. Yeah, yeah. So that is very. Uh, very much possible. I look fat in this picture. I don't like it. <laughs> I should have picked what, it up. What, wait, what picture is it? <laughs> the picture I took today about the, the weather. Is it the one with the polo, polo by polo? Polo by polo, yeah. Like, damn. Like a fat guy up top. I mean, I'm not skinny, but... I mean, it's like the angles, bro. Hey, you gave yourself Man. the uh, Andre the Giant camera angle, and you expect to look like you, <laughs> AJ Styles. Yeah. All right, let's. Uh, all right, so since the show set for only two hours instead of two and a half, it's technically over. Mm-hmm. You know, oh. I don't know if y'all heard wow. the countdown. Yeah, yeah. That's why I asked Cam earlier. Like, did you reset the show, or did I goof? Look at last me. I am the I... captain now. Right. So let's uh, <laughs> get these callers on in case they decide. You know, okay. I used to just kick us off at, at, at random times afterwards. So 
let's uh let's go to Mark in Ontario. Bring him on. Uh hold up, hold up, hold up. Hey Travis, this is Mark. How you doing? Oh, I said hold up, god damn it. I gotta find I gotta find here we go. Wow. Mark, what's happening? Why am I sounds? Hey Travis, how you doing? What's going on? Rich is here too. Can you guys hear me okay? Yes, yeah, sir. you sound good. Yo, hey, hey Rich, uh, nice to talk to you. Same. So, um first thank thank you for taking my call and uh I'm wondering if you can uh give me your three uh you know, most disappointing of the year and three most excited of the year uh pushes so for the three for my three most disappointing uh i'd say or at least two of them uh i'd say like the push for american alpha and apollo cruise because yep. i haven't yep, seen apollo cruise on TV for a long time until uh the other night and damn he's well good. he had this thing with gabriel inglacius so last your week top three disappointment pushes yeah, those are my two. Those are my yeah, first two: American Alpha, uh, Apollo Cruz, and probably okay. Sami Zayn. This is my third. Mm. Yeah. I would say those two, uh, and okay. on the negative. Well, for and, those two, I would say definitely American Alpha and Cruz, and then for the negative, I would say Cedric Alexander. Well, that is negative. Yeah, that, yeah, for all three of them. That was you guys named the first oh, okay. two, but then third would be my Alexander. third one's okay, different okay. than everyone else. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. No, I could see that because, like I said earlier, he should be the man in the division, and he's not. He's goofing off with Alicia Fox and Noam Dar. So, um, good pushes or pushes that I was either happy or surprised. And what about your positives? Yeah. Um, what are, what are yours? Do you have some in mind? Start us off, Mark. <sighs> well, I mean, I was really, I was really obviously, I'm, I'm very happy about um, AJ Styles because uh, I've been a fan from TNA days, and uh, I didn't follow him, him in Japan at all because uh, I just don't watch that product. But uh, right. I was happy to see, you know, the talent being pushed in a way. Because, I mean, initially it was really exciting, and then he didn't talk and, you know, all that stuff. And he really, I, I feel he really proved himself as, um, you know, a top talent. Uh, so I think he'd be number one on my list. Um, maybe Miz, I suppose. Um, and maybe Charlotte. Uh, although I'm a fan of Sasha as well. But uh, I'm curious about your list on the positive pushes and, you know, who really shined uh, this year, given, uh, you know, we're almost at the end of the year, and I, I, I guess you kind of want to recap, right? Um, well, I would throw out that would be different. My, my, my first two would be AJ, and my second would be someone that's tied into AJ, and that's Chris Jericho. I would argue that if they didn't push and trust Jericho mm-hmm. as much as they did, a lot of the timing that AJ had issue-wise when he first got to the WWE with some of the spots would have been things they held against him as opposed to having a guy like Jericho who was still in the limelight being able to say, hey, this guy's good, it was my fault, or stuff like that, where, as he's mentioned several times on Talk is Jericho, he kind of had AJ's back a little bit more than some vets might have been inclined to. And then AJ having his push allowed good matches with Roman, which then gave him even more room and... I wrestle at Wrestle Kingdom in January and then spend the majority of this year 
be the top champion in the WWE is something that's amazing to me. Yeah. So I'm going to go. My three positive pushes are going to be uh, AJ, Finn, and Becky Lynch. Um, mm. I, I've I've always from the gate, even uh, even down in NXT, not when she came up doing the Irish jig, but when she came out mm. doing the, the rock and roll stuff and the head banging stuff, I was like, oh, okay, yeah, go, uh, she's fine, you know. And then when she got to the main roster, it took a little bit for the crowd to get behind her uh, because she had, I think, probably because she had such an unconventional look with her, you know. Uh, uh, steampunk glasses and hat and you know she wasn't necessarily uh, and I've mentioned this I think last week because I noticed a week or two ago that even her, her shorts like she's even like showing a little bit more skin like her shorts were like baggy and like make not quite mid-thigh but like way longer than most and then now I saw her last week wrestle or whatever, and like her shorts were like kind of up and like more of her thigh and stuff are showing. Again, she's it just wasn't a part of her. You didn't look at her like a hot one, but always kind of an aside. But always kind of like Becky, like oh she's solid. She's and, but last night, man, really solidified my love for Becky Lynch. As a babyface, specifically. Like, man, like, how do you not like her? Like, the thing yeah. she did with the Lucha, El Luchadora. Like, I was like, is that Becky? Because I'm wondering, like, is this Becky Lynch? Are they doing the Conquistadors gimmick? You know, and then obviously with her. And then later on, Talking Smack, when she came out with the, with the, with the outfit on again, and it says the stupid pun, which I know is her, you know, kind of her thing. But her promo, man, about all of the people we have as champions are underhanded, they're cheaters, they poke people in the eye, and why is this, you know, uh, this is this what okay. we want representing, this is what we need you know, kids to, to see. And I was just like, yo, this is a, how a baby face, how a good person should talk and act. Somebody who's, you know, like, and, and not a cornball. I wasn't sitting there like... This corny ass bitch, you know, fuck out of here, you goody two shoe ass, fuck, you know, none of that. I was just like, I would, I wouldn't mind Lil, who, and I think Lil likes Becky, but I think she likes uh, Charlotte. I forget. I have to ask Jason, but you know, she's somebody who I would. Ooh, Roddy got bent in half. Holy crap. Um, she's somebody who I would definitely would not mind my. Daughter or or my eight year old daughter's friend friend's daughter who's eight to to, to look up to and in that way you know like she's definitely yeah. somebody uh, you know you know if you want a wrestler to be a damn role model she is it and then she does it in such an endearing way where you're just like man I like her and in her reaction to horny ass rhino claws <laughs> she said she said. My mother isn't going to allow me to come on talking smack anymore. Heavens! And she, she used her cape to cover up her crotch. Like I don't know if that's what she meant, but she wrapped the cape around her, and, and that's how I took it. Like, like I'm just, ooh, I'm so. And I was just like, wow, she's such a good, good girl, good woman. Like, just, mm-hmm. yeah. So 
I've, I've really enjoyed her sustained push from July, being the, the number one woman taken for SmackDown, being the first champion, and, and having 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 decent to good matches with, uh, you know, with not the best workers. You know, she's having good matches right. with Alexa. Well, or the TLC match wasn't that great, but it's a tables match, and, you know, kind of they were – Oh, this is elimination. I'm gonna say, damn. Um, yeah, it's an elimination. So yeah, so 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 yeah. AJ Finn, even though that only lasted you know a week, um, but the fact that they did it and made him the champ right out the gate and you know, the first Universal Champ was a super super shock and super happy that that happened. And and Becky. And I think Becky, one of the things that stuck, stuck cool. out to me when I watched um, the replay of Becky, and I'd love for you guys to talk about it. For me, the more I see these things they're doing with Becky, and I don't know if he's the agent of record that's working with her, but she has all of the best attributes of my favorite time of of uh, Dean Malenko. In terms of just being a solid wrestler, the, the, best, uh, the best attributes of when Dean was trying to take on Jericho, remember he dressed up like, uh, uh, who was it, uh, Psychosis? He did the Psychosis or someone, or El Dandy or something like that. And he he did the same thing where he beat him in the match and then took off the mask, and everyone's like, oh, my God, it was Dean Malenko. Like, she's just, she, she does what you would want, like you were saying before, a good face to do, and she's not doing it like they do with every other face where it seems like they're doing it ironically. And then it becomes too saccharine, and it becomes too annoying because they go over the top with it, like Rich Swan. Right. Yeah. And Mark, I didn't want to talk over you, so I wanted—I I, I didn't know if you had anything else you wanted to add. What are you doing now? Mowing your snow? Um, Sounds like you're no, trying to start that's a that's mower. That's <laughs> Um, yeah, I still got a bunch of snow. Um, yeah. Well, it's good for skiing, but uh, you know, not good for the driveway. Are I you suppose. in the mountains? Are but, there mountains um, in Ontario? Yeah, yeah, that's really interesting feedback. Oh, cool. Uh, there are, um, you know, if if I was in British Columbia or Col- uh, or Colorado, um, mm-hmm. you know, they'd call them hills. Um, but we have uh, a, a place God where damn, I live. There's a, there's a there's a ski hill called Blue Mountain, but it's uh, it's a hill. <laughs> so, <laughs> Listen, uh, all elevations but, matter. Uh, I, I guess my next thing. Uh, Shut up, Rich. <laughs> yeah, for sure. For sure. <laughs> and uh, I, I guess my next thing is um, around Kevin Owens and. Uh, I've, he's done it a couple times where, you know, he waves to the camera or he's hiding behind Chris Jericho's head and he holds up the title. And I, I really think that, um, you know, they're doing a really good job of playing off each other's uh, traits and, you know, especially around trash talking in the ring. Uh, you know, uh, Kevin Owens was, you know, specifically told Roman, nobody likes you. And, and things like that. And uh, so they're obviously playing off each other. And I think uh, Jericho's doing a good job of coaching Kevin on, on, on being a heel. 
And I guess my question is, uh, given that Roman can't, you know, cut a promo, would there be anybody that you would pair up Roman with to actually teach him how to do a promo? And that could be current roster or legacy, like, uh, you know, Jake the Snake or, or somebody, depending on how they're going to position um, uh, Roman. I would say, and this goes back to what Wade always talks about when it comes to being a good face and the best faces have that vulnerability that allows themselves to tie themselves to the crowd. Roman has no weaknesses to allow himself to have a mentor. Like, if you look at every other wrestler, back when John Cena debuted, he could go under The Undertaker's wing for a couple of months and learn all the stuff that The Undertaker taught him when he was in old man taker mode. Or, you know, before that, you name the wrestler. With John Cena, I mean, I'm sorry, with with Roman Reigns, I don't see a a main roster guy, either as a legend or even as a current wrestler or a manager, that he would have the time to kind of... Do you mean on air or, like, in real life? And I, and I guess that's to both of you, like, Mark, uh, your original... I'm, I'm talking real life. Oh, okay. okay. I thought you so, meant on air. On air, I would yeah, say that's no. I was, in real life, that's I would probably course, say... Gosh. I, if he... It, it, I, don't, I don't mean to be, like, flippant wrestling fan, but... If he hasn't talked to his cousin by now, he's dumb. He's very dumb. Yeah. And there's no way, there's no way, especially yeah, after that Royal Rumble, uh, when he Rock came out and held his arm up. And, and Rock had to look at him sideways like, ooh. Like, what the hell? There's no way right. Rock didn't offer. Matter of fact, that was, that's what started my, uh, my when I fantasy booked why it should be Reigns versus Rock at WrestleMania right, or because whatever. Rock and I came up, I was like, yeah, I was like, Rock should send the tweet. Rock should say something on the red carpet, like do his normal red carpet. At, a, at an event that's not super, like, that that they would be okay with them start talking wrestling or even starting an angle, you know, Kids' Choice Awards or some shit. Like, uh, okay, Rock, we've talked about your movies and your, you know, thing. And, you know, the Royal Rumble was the other day, and, you know, you were out there with uh, Roman or a month ago whatever. How... And, and the crowd didn't exactly, uh, you know, and then Rock just says something just, you know, you know, just like, you know, hey, he's got to, you know, work harder. And then Roman just completely takes that out of uh, just, right. just super out of, you know, just how dare you disrespect. And then it's the heel turn, and, and, and then we're off to the races with uh, with Rock versus Roman. Right. But other than that, I mean, uh, the only other legend, he's yeah. the legend because that's the blueprint. I mean, I think uh, for years people have said this, and even Cowboy said it. If Randy Orton spent some time with Jake the Snake, that would be wonderful. The only other person I think that could be a person that Roman could talk to is a person I don't know. Uh, I, I, I don't know if you listen, Mark, to uh, Sean Waltman talking with uh, Chris Jericho a few weeks ago on Talk is Jericho. And even before that with Wade, and he mentioned uh, with Jericho how Scott Hall would get mad at him when say, he would try to Scott get Hall? younger guys. That's, that's yeah. what I was going to say. My my question would be, unless Triple H explicitly were like, hey, Scott, can you hook me up? I don't know if Hall would want to spend the time talking to a dude who probably isn't listening. Uh, yeah. 
or he would perceive isn't listening. Because uh, again, right. we're putting a lot on. We're put. We're we're projecting onto Roman that he wouldn't listen. We don't know that. Right. Right. We just assume he wouldn't because he. How haven't you gotten better in four years? Apparently, right. supposedly you got a percent better. And if we don't recognize it, we're idiots. Or whatever the line right. was a year or two ago. Oh no, that was it. And and I look at him in the ring, and he's right. He has gotten better in the ring. But in terms of connecting, I want to see more of that dude who was leaky in FCW that was ignoring dudes talking <laughs> on the cell phone and just completely destroying the interviewer, and less of the dude who just showed up. So you want to come out in a, in, a, in, a, in a flower in a flower skirt or a flower uh, bottom thing? No, no. Covering. When he made the transition, it was like that transition where he went from leaky to Roman. He was wearing three-piece suits. Oh, he'd have a cell phone. Yeah, and he's just blown. I don't want him to be like, uh, you know, basically Uso light, or you know, basically a step away from being a head shrinker or a wild Samoan. I, I just want him to be a dude that people can resonate with, and a lot of it's going to be. I don't see you as someone like to go back to the U.S. title. You, you and Cam mentioned earlier, and Mark, I'd like your opinion. When Cena did the U.S. Open Challenge, I keep harping on this on VIP with Travis. Cena was a mid Carter that wrestled the crap out of every single person that challenged for the title. Darrell just mentioned it. We ain't seen Roman defend this title in almost 70 days. It's just another part of his accessories, just like his battle armor and his, you know, awesome music. People are really starting to hate that damn vest. Like, I see it more and more. And in, in, in other, like, you know, not with our crew, normal crew, but just with, in, like, the other wrestling group where I never really interact with folks. I just kind of lurk and, and, and read comments and stuff. It's just like the armor or the vest is so thick and stupid. And I think it was that damn uh, weapons match when he got with, with, uh, with, with the, when he just was hitting him in the stomach. And it's like, we hear the thump of that, of the right. vest. And you're selling it like you're, you know, and it's like, no, no. Right. Well, the only predecessor that you can claim had this ability was D'Lo Brown. That's not a good look. That's not the nation member you should be emulating. <laughs> um. All right, Mark, anything else before we... Uh... We get out of here. Um, yeah, just one last thing. Uh, I mean, mm-hmm. I, I, again, with the uh, the Roman uh, topic. I mean, do you think that? Um, and do you think that he's going to win the uh, the title over Kevin? And uh, do you think he's going to win the tag team championship too? Because I mean, it's a pretty obvious push. I, so all the gold on Roman. Oh my! I don't, I don't think so. But I don't have. Are you know? It's like, well, what do they go all the way to Mania with Owens as the, US cha- or as the uh, Universal Champion? I knew he wouldn't win uh, last weekend at uh, Roadblock, but I'm not. 
I'm not I'm not I'm not sure how confident I would be, you know, come six weeks from now, come to WrestleMania uh, Royal Rumble. Yeah, I think he will win yeah, in the Rumble. Jericho. If he drops the U.S. title, like say he drops the U.S. title in the next six weeks to Chris Jericho, uh, I, I think like if I'm at like twenty five thirty percent now, like oh yeah he'll win. I think if he drops the U.S. title on Raw or something to Jericho in the next in the next uh, three to six weeks, I think that thirty percent goes to sixty-five. I think he has more than a fifty-fifty, way more than a fifty-fifty chance of winning that title, and and then going all the way to Mania as as the champion. In their minds, I would be concerned that they would just be okay with him winning and having both titles and then have a tournament oh to declare the U.S. champ. Because they wouldn't want him to lose in any fashion, even with, like, a little banana peel stealing a, a, a win because they want to be It would be a little banana peel. You have him You have him just seriously get screwed because, you know, Owens is uh, – Owens just somehow – looking at the uh, way the WWE protects him, it would probably be yeah, like Braun Strowman would have to choke slam him through a table – and a no DQ match with Jericho for the U.S. title, and then Jericho's still gonna have to hit him with like three code breakers and a brick. But I was, you know, when I was listening to you guys do the roundtable, I was stealing Bruce's idea. Give him, and I'll take that and add marks. Like give him every title and just have him be a complete idiot about it. But it looks like I can't lose. He's like, if I could, I'd win the women's title. Watch out, Charlotte. Alright. Guess uh Did you get any uh regular emails that wouldn't be oh, non non we have we have two of them. Yeah, so Mark, appreciate the call. As always, don't be a stranger. We'll talk to you next time. Yeah, okay. thank you. Yeah, yeah, there you go. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah, let's get these emails in before they uh, boot us off here. Mark from uh, Dutch Mark here, he, he chimes in. He, he, he shared the progress. What are they called? The British Invasion, the Strong Style, British Strong Style video that I think you shared the other day that I watched. And that was really yeah. cool. So the whole time, yeah, the I guy on the guy. left with the mustache, I was like, is he like, uh, uh, like not a part of the group? Like for real? Like he keeps like looking over his shoulder, like he's nervous. Then at the end, he goes, "Fuck off! I got to piss." <laughs> I was like, "Oh, yeah. well, I guess he's just that's just his personality. He just didn't want to be there." <laughs> right. So well, he goes, hey, guys. So British Strong... Oh, go ahead. Go ahead. No, no, no. You go. Oh, with British Strong Style, if you ever saw a Guy Ritchie movie, they're basically that in the form of pro wrestlers. So the little guy is the heavy out of the group. The champ is the... Where did the... we talk about this? Oh, this was this... Did I talk about that with Bruce and Wade? Where I was like, that's not even how things work in real life. Most cliques and groups, the smallest guy in the group is the one you normally don't want to fuck with. And I think we were talking about it right. in the context of, 
of of Cass and Enzo. Like they treat Enzo like the little buddy, like some chump, like this little chihuahua that you can just kick. When in when in real life, he's usually just the tiny little pit bull that ain't got the size, but he's still got the jaws that'll you know you know you know shatter your arm if he bites you. Right. So, and and yeah, and a guy like that that grew up where he grew up, like he ain't no chump. You can't just bully him around like that. Right. Um. So yeah. So that yeah. Makes so that's how British strong style is. So little guys, the heavy, okay. the brains of the outfit is the world champ, which is uh, the dude in the middle, who's doing yeah. kind of the CM Punk gimmick because they're all in the UK tournament, which we'll probably only have time to talk about unless Mark has a question uh, in VIP. And then the guy on the left is the jokey guy. He's the Enzo of the group. Mm. Yeah, he's the because biggest their tag one. team name. Yeah, he's the tag team name they're in together is called Mustache Mountain. Which the little guy hates and the big guy loves. Okay. <laughs> but yeah, go ahead. That's awesome. So Mark, he goes so WWE's doing this whole UK WWE UK thing with a really nice looking belt to crown it all off. I'm coming in on this with two questions for you all. First, is Vince making a power play to try to eliminate the U.K. indies like he did with the territories all those years ago, or am I worrying for no good reason? I think you can be both. I think you're worrying for no yeah. good reason, and I, and Vince is just seeing something like they're probably telling him that he's probably been hearing this for four years about this burgeoning uh, – burgeoning indie uh, uh, scene in, yep. in the U.K. And this is more than four years. I mean, anybody paying attention has been probably saying this for, for the past six, eight years, that, yeah, there's some good companies over there. It's really, like, catching on. And it's just finally – because that's what it takes time. You've got to build and you've got to get a rep and you got to, you know, get people like Rich Fan to, to pay attention not just a one-off show that you have, but week after week, month after month. Um, right, and like he's I just probably been, progress. Right. He's probably just been it's hearing like about this. And Triple, H's, Triple H has probably been, uh, if it wasn't, if, if Triple H wasn't around and, and NXT wasn't in the position it was, Regal and, and the other guy that's like Regal's second as far as scouting Robbie goes. Robbie Brookside. Brookside. We probably wouldn't be having this conversation. Uh, right. But because he has smart guys and guys that are learned and international, we, we we get it. So I think it's a little of both. But I don't think there's a there's – an, we're going to eliminate the Indies. There's just He's not going to have enough talent. I don't know how to explain. I just don't think okay. there's, well, there's here's enough the talent, I should say. I think there's enough talent – that when he plucks a dozen, if he took that many and put, a, I guess he would if he wanted an actual fed or an actual school or running a territory over there, he'd have to have at least you know fifteen twenty guys. That still leaves an entire <laughs> half a continent to to to. Uh, and of course, that doesn't mean Finnish guys and Swedish guys and 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 and. Guys connected to the damn landmass can't migrate their way over. And, you know, if you're in, uh, oh, I like how I got the world map on my wall now, so I can just 
So See? if you're in, so if you're in, yeah, if you're in even in the Ukraine, say like the eastern East Ukraine or Poland or any of those places. And one thing I learned about, well, there the UK is an island, but the one thing I learned about Europe going to Bosnia for two summers was. Those motherfuckers will get on a bus and just be able to like we can like me in Texas I can like oh, I'm going to Phoenix for the for the weekend I can jump on a bus or or a cheap JetBlue or something and get there in in no time. Same thing right. with, with, in Europe. Like I'm in Hungary I just I'm gonna go to Sarajevo I'm gonna jump on a couple buses spend a day traveling and then I'll be in Sarajevo tomorrow and I can do whatever I want to do in Sarajevo. So guys are going to, guys in Romania or if there's an Italian thing, you know, they're going to be like, I'm going to, I'm going to the U.K. They're going to treat the U.K. like Florida or whatever, right. you know, how we treat our like states. Like how they treat other countries. Like Al so, Snow currently is treating his school. Right, and you got the guys Remember? like, yeah, yeah, yeah. So I think there's enough, there's going to be enough talent to go around, so that's why I say a little bit. I don't. I just don't think there's a. He's in the. You know, taking. I would. I would to, disagree with you. He would need those places. I would disagree. To, with I mean, he would need those places. Well, here's to the thing. Here's, here's the thing. Travis. Talent, so he could then pluck them all. Here's, yeah. Here's what he's done. They have been offering, and this is one of the things that uh, they had mentioned when talking about the observer and things in the background. They've been offering all these guys ten thousand dollar. Uh, I want to say 10,000 U.S. a year contracts, not what? to be – yeah, wait, here's what they've been doing for the last couple of years. They've been trying to get U.K. talent to agree to take a $10,000 a year contract to just give them their cal- calendar and say, hey, we need you for these dates. You can do anything you want, but here's 10K a year just for you to listen to us for – not doing these. So it's kind of like what's going on now in the U.S. with Evolve versus, say, a Ring of Honor. You're, you can go to a Progress. You can go to a over-the-top wrestling. You can go to uh, maybe an RPW, but they're not going to want you to go to World of Sport where JR is going to be commentating because they're going to have a contract with ITV. Not ITV, I'm sorry. Uh, Mark would know this. I can't remember the main television So they'll be on. The they'll UK. be on some kind of national or international right. TV, so they would not want yeah. Right, so they're forcing them to make a choice. It's like you could do all these other indies, but you can't do this world of sport business because we want you to do our stuff. So that's right. where some of these guys, like a guy like Zack Sabre Jr. is staying unaffiliated, whereas all the guys in the British Strong Style you mentioned, uh, my boy Roy, got, Roy Body Guy Johnson, everyone that's in the U.K. tournament have basically said, hey, we're in on this because I can still do progress. I can still do RPW. I can still and go to a hundred grand smash wrestling. It, you know, all those guys. Well, it's more than 10 of them, but you know, 200 grand, right. uh, you know, 180 grand, however many of the damn people there. If again, if, if that figures right, and, I'm, and I have no reason to doubt it, but if that 10 grand figures right, yeah. And then of course you're going to pay them individually for, for the, for the actual matches and appearances and stuff. Absolutely. But, it's kind yeah. of like a low-level I mean, version of those legends contracts. And I don't think that's any kind of like – that's not what he did in the 80s where he would pay Jim Duggan to not not, re- not wrestle on a, on a Mid-South show or or, right. or or some Minnesota guy. You know, here's 10 grand not to wrestle. Don't show not, up to this main event. Not wrestle on AWA's main show. Not to wrestle for right. me on that day, but just to stay your ass home. Go, go to the movies that day. <laughs> right. And one of the advantages they have that's actually ironic considering it's the WWE, uh, Progress, I listen to Jim Smallwin's podcast all the time. 
he talks about he doesn't talk about his company a lot because he likes to keep the mystique. But he does mention one of the big things he tries to do because he knows they're an indie promotion is they book eight months in advance. So that way, if someone does get signed or someone does get injured or something happens, they're not you know out of luck for the next two shows, next three shows. So if they've known this, you know they've been talking with. He's very close. He's like good friends with uh, a Regal. So that's a guy where it's like, okay, my world champ is in your tournament. I know you're not going to do me dirty, so I know how to set up my calendar for the next six months. And that's why now going back to that promo that Mark put up, uh, he can have the bruiserweight, Pete Dunn can have a promo where he's saying, progress is world title is my ticket to either Japan or Orlando. Yo, he said, I'm either going to Florida or I'm going to Tokyo. Like, no doubt. Like, no doubt, you know, like, he had no, uh, no, he's making no qualms about, like, his intentions. Right, and the other two are the tag champs. So that's why he's like, we're going to leave and we're taking all your belts. <laughs> so, that, yeah, so I think to answer Mark's question, I think, it's a yes and no, like you said, but I think it's going to be a little bit more. If you are an indie in the U.K. and you want to try to start up, you best go through William Regal and Triple H and those guys because if you try to hook up with those World of Sport dudes, you're going to be out of luck. Yeah. And what was Mark's other question? And second, the tapings for this run at the same night. And second, the tapings for this run at the same night as one of the progress shows. Now, this is where it gets good. Pete Dunne has been featured prominently by WWE so far, and he was in one of the uh, Cruiserweight uh, qualifiers at Progress versus Jack Gallagher. Uh, Pete Dunne is currently the Progress champ and tag champ with British Strong Style, and they put on, on this promo a week or two back. Are we smelling the conspiracy, or am I just going out of my mind all alone here in the Netherlands? As always, thank you for a great show. Take care. Um, yeah, Rich? Yeah, that's back to what I was saying. I think it's going to be a thing where he's going to be progress champ, and I'd put him in the top three to be the first WWE UK champ. Do you think Pete Dunne has a chance to win the whole thing? Absolutely. Absolutely. He's got a, a – Which one is he? Has he? A very is, this, strong... is he the middle guy? He's the one in the middle. Okay. So, he, yeah, so he's the, he's the one that you liked when I showed you the qualifier match because he called himself the bruiserweight when he was wrestling uh, Gallagher at Progress, actually. Yeah. Um, He's a very good – actually, I watched his match. He was the dude, in fact, I sent you guys in the group meet. His finisher is a pump handle DDT, which made me almost fall off my treadmill while I was watching that. Because that's so what, you had never idea. seen it, and he did it, and then you were like, I had oh, never shit. seen it. Yeah. Who are these because guys I, that you I, posted? Which guys? Pink armbands, one black dude in the front kneeling. Is that Rich Swan? Oh, that's Rich Swan because Cam had mentioned Rich Swan had abs. I can't believe he had abs. So that's Rich Swan, Ricochet, Yo, we got, like, Seema. Yeah. The so guy, that's when the, Cam said. The, the dude next to Neville and behind the Japanese guy or yeah. thing. 
That's SEMA, right? I believe that's BX. I believe that's SEMA, and then on the far right is BXB Hulk. But I could be wrong. There ain't no BB Hulk on the end. Yeah, because he he looks too much like a man. BB Hulk was so pretty. Like that was my issue with him. Like, why is this guy so pretty? What the fuck? <laughs> like I saw him live in in like '09 or something at at, at a at Dragon Gate USA show. Like. This guy's gorgeous. Like, what's with his face? Why is his <laughs> face so soft and supple? <laughs> like, I, I could not get past it. Like, this guy can't fight. He's way too handsome. Man, I, no, he wasn't. He's like, he's, this guy is too beautiful to live. Yeah. But SEMA was a, one of the reasons I, I wanted to go to those shows. I went to July and November, those first American show, USA shows. Because uh, he was just... Uh, back then, you know, in '09, just I don't know what he's like seven years later, but I mean, like a pew, 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 man, just couldn't keep up with him because he's so fast. All right, let's uh, get to Ross, young Ross Mitchell from Baltimore. Good afternoon. I hope we're, you're both doing well. You, uh, and you told Cam happy belated birthday. Uh, with WWE's recent female ros- uh, wrestler signing and all but confirmed women's tournament taking place in 2017, how excited or perhaps not excited for it? How excited are you or perhaps not excited for it, are you? I'm excited. I want to see what, what these women can do. I mean, I'm, I'm you know, I'm, I'm to the, the, the women's style has advanced. And I, and I wasn't a guy that watched Shimmer. So it, it, it's gotten to that point on a regular basis. Like these are top of the line. You don't have to. There isn't like, oh yeah, in 02, 03, and 04, the women's division was great with Molly, Jazz, Trish, uh, Lita, Victoria, a uh, little bit of Ivory. But after that, it fell off a cliff, and you know we had a decade of, of divas, right? It's it seems. We've we've gone we've gotten past that like that's not gonna you know that thinking isn't gonna you know come back or 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 be the prominent like you know like if anything we've gotten to the point we've fans are fans are uh, are trained to accept not probably would be trained not to accept the women as as just model bitches that just come in and. Like I would have, like I'm surprised Billy Kay and Peyton Royce have gotten over the way they have in NXT, and I think it's only because they, again, it's about ooh, fucking Lindsay Dorado almost died. <laughs> Saw that last night live. Wasn't any better taped. Um, but I don't. I, I think uh, back to Billy and the Kays um, because they got exposure for a year. As jobbers, as enhancement women, that we at least got to see them. So when they came on as in regular matches and were starting to get pushed, even though they weren't and aren't that great, they're getting better. They're fine, but uh, they're not top notch. They're not Oscar. They're not even like Ember Moon up to that level. They were accepted because all right, well we've seen them for a year, year and a half. We're you know we know who they are, and as we talked earlier, that 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 is a lot. That is, you know, uh, that is, you can't take that lightly, just exposure and repetition and people seeing you over and over again. Um, but I don't think people would accept on a top, on a high level, um, 
you know, I, I think that's why Naomi isn't doesn't get the push that she probably should because she's just not as athletic as she is, and the, the good moves she 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 can do physically. I just don't think like her psychology. She is had just, that moment. She had that moment. What was the moment? And Oksana. Oh, yep, yep. She would have probably she won the WrestleMania and won the women's championship it. if she didn't break her, get her face broken, literally. So that could have so, given her, just yeah. like you were saying with the repetition, you see it with that title once, and you have the idea that this person could be a champion. Yeah, well, that didn't work with Alicia Fox, though. <laughs> to be well, fair. I mean, I mean, and, but th- to be 10 fair, years again, running. it would have been different. It would have been a different... You know, she ain't no damn Alicia Fox, and Alicia Fox ain't no damn Naomi. Uh, So Ross continues, uh, WWE seems to be collecting a nice amount of female talent. If they get the the right mix of their own signings along with some standout independent talent, that could be quite a showcase. It'll hopefully add some real depth uh, to their main programs besides the four or five talents they have currently and broaden their options for feuds. Uh, Yes, I, uh, I agree. They, uh, and I, I assume he's talking about the tournament specifically as far as a nice amount of female talent. So, Rich, just to make my own question out of his, of the home or of the WWE current talent, who gets in that tournament? I would say NXT only. So, Billy in the case. Oh, okay. uh-huh. um, I would add in uh, the, all the new signings. So, Kimberly. Uh, my, my 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 girl, Crazy Mary. Um, Glenn Close. Heidi Lovelace. Nikki Glenn Close. Yeah. And then I'd also, Moon? I mean, if they had Ember Moon, I would let, leave her out of it. I would leave her out of it because you could, you could get away with adding some of the lower-level people, and you don't want to challenge the higher-level people to do anything. You know what I mean? It's just like with the, the Cruiserweight Classic. I was so sure they were going to put in my boy, and they left him out, and they put in, you know, Grand Grand Metalik, which was, you know, an excellent your boy? choice. They could have both, but uh, Andre had seen Almas. Okay. Can he make weight? Is he perfect... on He should be. I mean, he might not be anymore. Yeah, he looks pretty. He might have found some supplements in a room somewhere, and, you know. I mean, he is Mexican. That shit's on the shelf next See, to the damn candy. What? The views of hey, Travis Bryant Mexican do not reflect the No, no, I'm talking about the country better. and the regulations of Mexico, where you can just go in a fucking grocery store and like, yeah, let me get some Decaderma ball and some fucking estrogen. Okay, 12 bucks or whatever. <laughs> I'm no. not saying, you know, I'm not making a pinata joke or, you know, quesadilla thing. I'm saying the Mexican quesadilla regulation, thing. what you can buy in their stores is lax as fuck. <laughs> Young Ross, I apologize. Quesadilla thing. <laughs> yeah, so I, w- I would add them in. And if they had sense, I mean, that would be a great time to sign and introduce the wife of one of their guys and Candice LeRae. If you already have Johnny Wrestling, why not sign his wife, who's pretty awesome herself? Hmm. And I'd also add in maybe some, you know, take a page out of the man with the plan, add in a vet or two who you haven't seen in a few years and say it's their last chance to get back in. 
So I would say maybe a uh, hmm. Karma's lost a lot of weight, but I don't think they like the way she left. Uh, Mickey and she got no damn knee, knee cartilage left. Isn't right. that a real issue? That, that is another good issue to mention. Yeah. I'm trying to think of who would All be right, a good. Uh, yeah. Yeah, go ahead. I can't think going. of something. I'll try to think of it for VIP. Oh, okay. All right. But I can't think uh, of it. Yeah. He continues. Uh, okay, just for me. Trav, have you caught the second season of Man in the High Castle yet? Since you were such a fan of last season, I'm hoping to get to it this weekend. Yes, I did. I I didn't even get through uh, Luke Cage as fast as I did Man in the High Castle. For Friday night, the night it dropped, I think I watched the first four episodes. The next day, I woke up. You know, you know when I was in between work. You know, watched an episode or two. Um, I finished that shit two nights ago. Like Monday night, I, I watched episode ten, and it was so lit, Ross. Ross, it is <sighs> so good. <laughs> oh my god, I want to talk about it, Rich Edie Dario. <laughs> oh yeah, I, I got I got fifteen one. minutes. I you were like, yeah, more like episode. four. Then I could be like, oh well, what about when Tagomi did this, or what about when Joe did that? You yeah. know, nope. Yeah. I can't even risk it because I don't even, you know, 20 minutes into an episode, fuck, you ain't see nothing. Nope. I saw Edelweiss, Edelweiss, and that was all she did. Edelweiss. <laughs> Uber, Uber Group and Fuhrer, Brian over here, watch everything. He's like, by the way, guys, that scene where uh, everything happened to the comedy, it, it, it's great here. Yeah, he had the best. Tagomi had the best storyline, story arc through the through the uh, through the season. And, and not that everybody else's wasn't good. It's just that one, like really, just because of what I'm into and the dimension. You know, the I guess you would call it like transdimensional traveling or whatever. And you know, that's just so right up my alley. I, I'm oh so when we're done uh, when we're when we're done Ring World series probably in a month uh, if if not two weeks um, I you can read it with me or not but I'm going to reread Man in High Castle just to uh, refamiliarize myself yeah man I'm just because uh, it's like well I got to wait another year. <laughs> For season three, season three going to be so banging. Oh. Wait a minute. So, okay, so is this going to be, because this is basically about the cycle when we started. So is this going to be now we're going to watch or reread Man of the High Castle and then hop into more Philip K. Dick stuff? I don't know. I mean, maybe if, if See, I get, now you if I can find, or if you can find and send to me um, whatever, my, my, tears. My, my tears, yeah. I guess I'll okay. I'll check that one out, but towards the end, I just you know Aldridge Eldridge uh, um, what's last his face? days of Palmer Eldridge. El, Palmer Eldridge was you know okay, just got so weird. Uh, 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 what's the name? Uh, the 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 time the, the the future crime one, Minority Report. You know that was a short, yeah. basically. That wasn't a novel. That right. was just a quick little short. So and that was an easy read or listen. 
Um, but yeah, I couldn't get through. Maybe I'll retry with the electric sheep. You know, but well, that one's tough we'll figure that out yeah. after or in the, while we're doing High Castle. Um, I'd like to find another. I'd like to find another YA <laughs> series on in the vein of Ab Horson. So I'll okay. I'll actually hit up Friday and uh, Olga in, in Australia, and um, maybe get a recommendation. Or shit, we might want to read want to do the Fleet of Worlds, uh, Niven series. You know, yeah. here if or, or ask Dre like, hey, which protectors? Because he you know he read a bunch of the ones I haven't read, so might ask him like, hey, what's 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 good. I think there's an entire series of just about pack protectors alone. Like oh, maybe wow. a prequel or their history or how, you know, Tree of Life. I don't know. So we'll see. Uh, as always, thanks for your time, guys. And if you're not doing a show next week, I'd like to wish you happy holidays and happy New Year's to you and yours. So, yeah, thanks, uh, Ross. Um, I'm doing a show. So next week is oh it's the twenty eighth yeah ain't no yeah. reason not to. Did you talk to Bruce about how, if you guys are doing next Friday or this Friday? Again, I ain't got. I'm not. I'm doing the show. Oh well, yeah. I guess I better ask him because if he needs me to host and I'm on the road, yeah, I have to figure that out. So. All right, that does it uh, for us here in the live portion of the show. Rich and I will be by in a matter of seconds. Uh, for you VIP folks, all you free folks, all you wildlings, we're done here. Um, damn, chat, chat room was, well, it wasn't that lit. Just Jobber and Darrell going back and forth. <laughs> Jobber said, I bet on a 25-minute call for Darrell. <laughs> he wasn't wrong. <laughs> <laughs> so, all right, that uh, that does it here. So, yeah, so same time next week. Uh, somebody will be here next week for sure, so don't worry about that. Um, yeah, we'll get on y'all in a bit.